Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Holy shit, it's Pantelis Live, and it's Sunday. I want to tell you fuckers something. Uh, before we uh, talk about our New York trip, I have a gentleman in front of me who videotaped a lot of it. I was looking at the footage yesterday, and uh, it's pretty interesting. He's a very good cameraman. Oh, thank you. Uh, so here's the thing. Before we get into that, I need you guys to remember something. Number one, July 24th, just for last Montreal, there will be a live two-drink minimum uh, with our special guest, Dave Landau, and perhaps another guest, too. We don't know yet. But Dave Landau is going to be there, Poseidon as usual. Me and Mike Ward will be there. Um, get your tickets right now at hahaha.com. And while you're at it, July 19th. I will be doing my hour, 7.30 in the p.m. That's a Friday night, Montreal. So you fucking get your goddamn tickets, like 24 bucks or some shit. You come. I think I'm going to film that hour. I'll take advantage of it, you know, since I have yeah. so many people watching it. Uh, the people that came out, yeah, J- July 24th is the uh, two-drink minimum, and July 19th is my one hour. So get tickets for those. Um, the people who saw it at Governor's, who saw a couple of, uh, what did I do, 15, 20 minutes over there, they liked it. They seemed to like what I had to offer. Uh, so hopefully the whole hour goes, you know, the same way. Yeah. Now, we're back from, from New York. Um, something funny actually happened, but before I get into it, let's talk to my co-pilot here, Mr. Poseidon. Hello, guys. Poseidon, how did you enjoy the New York trip? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, but the drive is, uh, the drive down is a pain in the ass. The drive back, we'll get to that in a second, Poseidon, because I have an update for you that you're going to freak out on. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a little update there. Um, I got your GoPro footage. Yeah. Fascinating. Really? It wasn't enough. Like, you didn't take a lot of stuff because your first time using yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But the GoPro, the Hero, the 7, the new one, amazing. The stabilization, like, when you're walking, it's like you're using a gimbal, like the movies. Really? Yeah, it doesn't have that shaky feel and shit. Oh, that's pretty it's amazing. cool. And you got a, yeah, you got a good bunch of, um, did, did you I got say some good footage. Did I say anything stupid? <laughs> You saw a lot of stupid things. <laughs> but I don't think I can use it directly because of the sound. Even yeah. though it sounds not that bad, I think it's going to be more of a montage situation. Okay. I don't know where I'll make the montage, but I have a lot of footage that he made. Um, so I'll use that. So we got Gabe's. We got Joseph Shaw. Simon. Um, Flat Cat's here. Gambit Rocks, as usual. Mike Davidson. Stuart Michelle. Let's see what else we got here. Stuart Mitchell's here. Uh, Ray Miller's here. Ray, hello. Uh, God damn, there's a lot of you already. Okay. So I'm going to get to some chats in a second. Now, Poseidon, what you guys need to know is uh, he drove down to New York because he had to take care of some business over here, and we flew down. Now, our tickets to uh, fly back were yesterday, and Poseidon was going to drive in the morning, so he was going to drop us off at the airport. We're going to wait all day. for our. He was going to drop us off around noon, and our flight was at 6. Now, Mike tells me, why would we leave Poseidon alone? Let's just fucking drive back with him. We'll make it at the same time as we would have anyway. Exactly. And uh, he won't fall asleep at the wheel and kill himself. So we all hop in the car. We drive up, you know, through Albany, um, through some other shithole fucking towns that we passed. It was fun, though. Uh, and then I get a notification from Delta, Garbage Delta, 
says, hey, your flight has been delayed. Instead of leaving at 6.15, you are now leaving at 9.30. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I'm going to make it home at 6, and my flight is delayed. Yeah. Made it home. Took a nap. Woke up in the morning. I had a text message at 5-something in the morning. Hey, sorry, your flight's been delayed till 5.30 in the a.m. No. If me and Mike had stayed in New York, we probably would have made it this afternoon back home. Delta kept delaying the goddamn flight. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Yeah. Yeah. I so told Mike, I sent Mike a text with a screenshot because I, uh, I had the booking updates. Yeah. They kept updating me. And I was like, look at the bullet we fucking dodged. Because I would have started a fucking shitstorm. Yeah, you would have been losing your mind. Yeah, yeah. Like last time when I was in LA and they, they tried to fuck me. And I got them to pay. I got them to ask another airline for a ticket to jump on another flight. Nah. Yeah, because I went fucking crazy. I go, you, I'm not going to live in the airport. <laughs> the fuck out of here i fulfilled my part of the bargain well, i paid for a fucking ticket that's some people do uh that's what some people do they 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 sleep in the airport like overnight and stuff and it's like it's crazy i can never do that hmm. maybe you know you're somewhere far you're in the third world something happens whatever but delta montreal uh, a fucking hour and 10 minute flight you're delaying it by that long you can take the fucking train yeah, why did they? Why do they even delay it that long? Uh, well, what happens? Do you know? Well, I went online and I looked, and apparently Delta sucks dick. That's what I found out. <laughs> That's um, I don't know if it's a technical answer. Oh, and I'll get to another because uh, I ordered Uber Eats yesterday. I get that in a second. So no, Poseidon did not get robbed by any hookers. He did not have time to go to a hooker. He only got a hand job across the street from Compound Media. Uh, and for those of you who were watching live, you saw it happen. We sent him over. And I didn't believe him, and then we found out later that he was he was being honest, and it was just uh, sad of me to doubt him, yeah. uh, even though he's a habitual liar. Ah. So I had reason to doubt him. So for the question, there was a question here: How's the New York show by Dan Martin? It was great. Um, I think a lot of people hadn't, uh, especially the New York guys, had some of them weren't sure, like you know, what my standup was like. So a lot of the fans were, were treated to, I think, a, a good show. Everyone that went up had a great fucking time. Um, there was that one drunk guy I felt bad for that went on stage. And then the security threw him out. They did? Uh, yeah, No, we didn't film the car ride back because uh, everyone was tired. Yeah. Sidon was driving and, and being angry, looking for food. Um, it's true, eh? Yeah. <laughs> he was like a real piece of garbage. He's like, no, you guys don't fuckers. I'm going to get off right here. I want to <laughs> fucking eat some food. Like, he was just freaking the fuck out. Yeah. So he was... I'm uh, sorry about that. Yeah, he gets really aggressive. He's like a fucking giant baby. Yeah. A hand job and no hooker. So by homeless guys who wants a dog. So here's the thing, Justin. Um, I gave him what? I gave you forty five dollars. Yeah. And then you add another twenty, thirty bucks. Twenty five. Twenty five bucks, and then he went across the street, got himself a handy. So uh, it was only like a half hour. So you got a little yeah. massage, handy, bam. Yeah. She broke my back in good. Yeah. She had to, cause I, she was a petite Asian woman. And she goes, what level do you want? Uh, weak, medium, or you want so soft, medium, or strong? She said, I go strong. And she goes, okay. And she started massaging me. I'm like, it's not strong enough. She's like, what the fuck? So she had to get on all fours on my back. She yeah, was obviously. so petite that Even she, her weight she was, fit. It was like having a dog on you. Yeah. So a lot of people were asking because uh, they were watching the live one. And they're like, nobody told him to get a hand job. You guys just told him to go in and record the interaction of the massage and be weird. You didn't do anything about what we asked you. We, you <laughs> Wait, what? You I were wasn't just supposed to get a hat. No, you were just supposed to go in, be weird, and we were just going to laugh at the interaction of her being like, oh, what the, you know, why are you fighting doing the massage? Like shit like that. And instead, you came back, and you're like, yeah, I got a hand job. <laughs> like, that's not what we asked you <laughs> <Wait>. to do. <laughs> hold on, hold on. 
well, because there were some funny moments, bro. Like, uh, but we didn't get any of that on on you well, and Captain. Because you know what I think, my phone, the the mic is on. Uh, I think I blocked the mic when I said it because I said it upside down, because it would. Yeah, you light clearly up. blocked the mic. Yeah. So, because there were some funny moments, like she kept, uh, like she was amazed at how big my nipples were. Yeah, yeah everybody's amazed. She, at uh, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> at, like at some point when she she grabbed my dick, she goes. Uh, Oh wow, so big! Like Jesus this. Christ! And I turned around, and I was hoping you guys got this, because I turned around, I go, I go, I look towards my phone, I go, eh, like that, and then she goes, excuse me, I go nothing. Oh, shit, why you keep looking at your telephone? Yeah, yeah. So like the whole so time, you're, you're a sex tourist. We just sent you there as a gag so you could make it awkward for the lady, <laughs> and instead you're like, oh no, prostitution. <laughs> if I'm here, I'm gonna feel at home. Fuck. And uh, oh, like uh, at some point, uh, this I was hoping that you you guys heard. She goes um, at some point. I got I got really horny, you know, because she she grabbed my dick, and I go uh, I go uh, I want to touch uh, here, and I pointed at her pussy. Jesus. And uh, <laughs> she goes uh, she goes uh, oh you want to touch here? I go uh, yeah. How much to touch there? And she goes I'll too expensive for you, honey. Yeah, like she knows. Yeah. You are both like homeless. <laughs> But she, she, that's a tactic that they use. Why to you be smell like, like sewers? <laughs> that's an ego thing to be like, no, watch, bitch. You know, yeah, like. I don't know. The whole point is you have, uh, you, you're supporting sex trafficking. You just went in there for a gag and you, you left. You're like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some illegal shit. <laughs> there were some funny moments though. Well, I don't know how funny it was. Anyways, the point is you came back and we were just like, what do you mean you got a hand job? You're like, I got a fucking hand job. <laughs> it's like you did nothing but we asked. You just became a sex tourist. Anyways. By the way, one thing mm. about that. Um, I don't think it's a hand job place, like officially. It's an official hand job. You think place. so? You you because when I turned over and like my cock flung out, like like she was freaking out. Uh, she was probably freaking out because she's like, "Sir, you said you came for a manicure. Why do you take your pants off?" Like, <laughs> that's why. You're like, yeah, I would just like the neck rub, and you just get naked. <laughs> like, sir, this is this seems inappropriate. You're like, no, it's it's appropriate. I'm from Montreal. It's how we do things. Even even foot massages. Oh, I was nervous because I didn't know. So I went in. I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? You knew they had put it up in front of you on the thing. What do you mean? Yeah, what a time. Tiger Claw came in at the right time listening to Poseidon, <laughs> uh, the sex uh, trafficker. So something happened yesterday. See. I, um, what did I fucking eat? The Uber Eats thing. Yeah, because I ate, f- oh yeah, I ate food at home. And then we decided to get um, dessert. I'll just Uber Eats it. And... I Uber eats just dessert. I just want a cake from uh, Laval uh, Cacao Soixante-Dix, Cacao oh, yeah, Seventy yeah. or whatever. It's a garbage place, I thought, because I didn't like the rating, but I fucking still ordered. And uh, I have a piece of cake for you at home. It's not really a piece of cake. I'll t- I'll get to it in a second. So I basically ordered uh, a cake for what did my girlfriend want. She wanted like fucking a piece of cake, whatever the fuck she wanted. I ordered for me and you each a piece of triple chocolate cake. That's what it's called. A slice of cake. It's for you and your girlfriend. For me and you. Because oh. you were supposed to come over and get your boxes for moving. Oh, yeah, it's and true. And I ordered her a crepes. She got crepes, actually. Okay, That's okay. What she got. So the fucking thing comes. Open it up. She has her crepes. And our things are just like... Um, you know how they put like in McDonald's the Sundays to go that little cup? It's like that. And it's just basically whipped cream and like a couple of pieces of uh, like dough. You know? So I'm looking at this like, what the fuck is this shit? So I go on the app. And I, it tells you rate your meal. So I give a thumbs up for the crepe. And I give a thumbs down for our things. And then it says explain why. And I go, well, because I ordered a piece of cake. And I got whipped cream with fucking pieces of dough. 
right? So then Uber gets back to me and says, uh, oh, we're sorry to hear this. Can you please send pictures of what happened? So I take the pictures. I send it in. I write, what the fuck is this shit, you know? And uh, I go, very low rating, one star this story. I wish I could give zero, but they don't let me, so one star, you know? And then I felt bad for the delivery driver because I go, okay, I want to... Um, I want to tip the delivery driver because the delivery driver didn't do anything wrong. He delivered up to the house. Like, he didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. The guy, it's not his fault. Oh, that And sucks. it wasn't letting me tip the delivery driver. So they go, look, we're going to refund you the two cakes because you didn't get cake. I like, saw the picture. Like, that's not cake. Uh, so they refunded me that. And then I go, please let me tip the driver. So the, they send me back a response. Hi, Pandals, you know. Please use the app when you click on it and tell me how to do it. And I go, listen, motherfucker. Uh... I can't do it. Like, I'm trying. After I give the review, it won't let me tip the fucking driver. And it's only been like 10 minutes after he left. So they sent me a, a can response again. So I take a screenshot and I show them and I go, where do you see the fucking option? Right? Like, I can't tip this guy. And then what did they send me? The exact same response as above. Like, they didn't read it. It was just like an automated thing. Like I hate that. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Poor guy's not getting a goddamn tip. And it wasn't his fault. Like, I, I give tips to the drivers all the time. He, he didn't do anything wrong. And because Uber is fucking useless. The guy's not getting tipped. I remember when I... Poor Rowan. That was his name, Rowan. Rowan missed out on a goddamn tip. Goddamn. He won't be able to feed uh, his cat. No, it's, a, it's, it no, it's, it's not joke. about that. It's I'm just... It, it's the principle of the thing. Like, it's... I, I, the one guy that didn't fuck up... Yeah, yeah, ...is getting screwed over. No, I know what you mean. But it's frustrating. I remember when I used to drive for Uber. You remember that? I yeah. drove, like, for, like, six months. I remember uh, man, even even if you had a problem as a driver to get in touch with them, the fact that they didn't have uh, like a, a a phone line that you could just talk to somebody was the most frustrating shit. Because you'd send them something, like okay, this is an easy fix, and then you'd get a response like that, which is like a computer generated, and you're like, fuck. So you like you'd have to send ten emails to fix one thing when all it took was like a five minute phone call. Yeah, I'm glad at least they refunded the cakes, but uh, you know they fucked over that poor. Delivery driver. No. He did zero things wrong. The guy's probably thinking, like, why the fuck didn't this guy tip me? Like, <laughs> like I brought it up. I smiled. He was nice. Yeah, uh, Mike Davidson says automated responses irritate him. It's one of the most fucking annoying things. Like, I understand the, the first one. Like, hey, sir, th- we got your email. Give us some time, and we'll get back to you. That's fine. Because, obviously, you're not going to read it as it comes yeah. in. But when you pretend you're a fucking human being, and then you reply, and you, your reply makes it obvious that you're not a human being, that'll drive people fucking crazy. Just don't pretend. Remember, yeah. like, when Bell called me in New York, my internet. Oh, yeah. I just moved into this place, so I have my internet for less than a month. And they called me to try to sell me shit about the, you know, do you want TV? Do you, I, go, I don't want anything. I don't watch TV, I told them. That department. And I told her TV's the devil. <laughs> I was there with Mike and him. And she, and what does she say? Doesn't even think, like, okay, this guy's fucking crazy. Goes, oh, I understand, sir. But we're offering Netflix. And I go, no, no, you understand. I think TV is the devil. I don't want TV in my house. Okay, but we're offering a package of just fucking zero self-awareness. So then what I did is... By the way? While I, she's like, I go, listen, I, you're wasting your time. I don't want any of this shit. And it's like, okay, sir. And I put the phone away. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my room. Get the fuck out of my room. And I hung up just so she can have a story to tell. Uh, yeah, but uh, they're trained to do that, by the way. To what? To listen to... No, no, no. To, to, when you say something like that, yeah. they're trained to fly over it. Chain, like, but do you going. know that's like, like, like somebody being like... No, no, I'm not interested. Go fuck yourself. Okay, sir. Yeah. So are you interested? No, no, I'm not interested at all. I, I'll, I'll murder someone if you decide to give me TV. Okay, sir, I hear that. That's great. <laughs> so how about some TV for you, sir? Which is the dumbest way to train somebody. It's the best thing to do is to just roll with it. Really? It's like if she had said, oh, my God, I think TV is a devil too. Like if she was being sarcastic yeah. as well, I, I think that would have been awesome. 
And I think that would have had a better response from you afterwards. You would have probably considered buying something. Just no, I wouldn't consider buying any of that shit because what she asked pissed me the fuck off. Because when she says, well, have you ever heard of streaming? Do you None of your fucking business. <laughs> have you ever heard of streaming? And here's another thing, you dumb fucking whore. Let me tell you something. If I'm going to fucking stream, Netflix doesn't charge me for an app. I already pay for Netflix. Why would I pay an extra $5 a month for apps? She's charging me 5 6 bucks a month for the Netflix app to use the app on my TV. Are you serious? But my TV is a smart TV. I have the fucking Netflix app. You sons of bitches. Oh, they charge to that's use all, it? That's all she's charging me. Through the box, Yeah. Though. Fuck you. Wow. Why would I buy an extra box to do shit that I can already do? Bro, Bell has transcended through levels of scams. Yeah. Bro, That's for ridiculous. like old, old people that don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, Netflix, Fuck. that sounds neat. Yeah. Fuck, bro. What yeah. a bunch of scumbags. You know the, the Bell CEO or the old one? Never met him. Bell CEO. I never met him either, but like, because uh, I used to work for Bell. For a few months. Oh, yeah, I remember. I worked yeah. for the funny. source, which was uh, directly like this with Bell, you know, like yeah, but very buddies. close. And um, so he, this guy, so he, like, they, they would make fun of him because all the other CEOs, like from Telus, Rogers, Fido, etc., they just walked around casual, you know, in a suit, obviously. But the Bell CEO, the Bell CEO had to walk around with two bodyguards and he always had a gun. Yeah, you know why? Yeah. Someone's going to fucking shoot him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because because imagine how many people Bell has fucked over. Bell's the worst company in Canada. Yeah, the worst, and especially you. You know why they're, they're the worst? Because they have kind of a mono- like they've already set up the, the groundwork for um, the internet for the telephone. They could be charging less. They could be take. They could be spending all that money on customer service on yeah. the infrastructure, but they don't. They just try to grab as many pennies as they can from old people, from immigrants, from people that don't understand. No, yeah, that's such a scumbag thing to do. Let's see. I swear, if you have the chance, drive someone crazy. Try it. Oh, uh, let's see. Years ago, uh, Ray Miller says he had a phone job, and no matter what the client says, he was supposed to say the best part is, and uh, it worked. Because I guess people, uh, they get defeated after like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not me, though. I'll sit there. I'll put the phone on speaker for an hour, and I'll listen to half uh, what you said just to go to the end and be like, oh, that's amazing. How about never go fuck yourself and then yeah. hang up? <laughs> I'm that kind of a psychopath. I do, I've think, done. Yeah, you think you're gonna waste my fucking time? <laughs> I've done that in front of you too. Sometimes we'll be out and they won't. I go, no, I'm not interested, and they won't stop. So I go, okay, fine. Mute, put on speakers. So I know when they stop talking. And sometimes you'll see 13 minutes of just blah 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 blah. And as soon as it's done, so when can we sign you up? Yeah, never. Go fuck yourself and then hang up. Uh, what I used to do from uh, Indian telemarketers is they, I would let them keep going. And I'll be like, really? I would ask questions to show that I was interested. And at the end, you know what? I was never interested. I don't give a fuck. And then they would go haywire, like nuts. They would swear. They would go crazy. Speaking of Indians, I went to TD Bank to pull out some money. Holy fucking shit. There was a huge lineup. And everyone was speaking Indian and yelling at each other. And uh, I guess in India, they don't don't do do the line queue like we do here. So I had to (laughs) yell at people. I go, hey, 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 the line, the line. Like, you know, like I feel like a fucking child. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, what the fuck? Bro? And everyone was yelling. Why is everyone so mad? I have no clue, bro. And they're looking at, they don't understand what the machine was telling them. Yeah. So they're yelling at the guy behind them. Like, can you help? And then three people are together looking at the receipt. Oh, my trying God. Trying to explain to the guy what's wrong with his account. And, but none of them speak English. So none of them really understand what's going on with his account. So they're all, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking absurd right now. And then because everyone was pulling out so much money, I went to pull out 300 bucks. And it didn't give me the option of what 
to choose like what type and it gave me $300 in all 10s and I was like uh, fucking balls why were they all pulling out so much money I don't know something's happening tomorrow tomorrow's Canada Day July uh, 1st maybe moving that's day for us yeah. for Quebec that's why maybe everyone's moving they're paying movers yeah. cash. Uh, yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah. but they're angry I don't know then again Greeks too when they're at the bank you see them they're angry too yeah, yeah. what the fuck is this do you know what uh, what happened to me yesterday? I sent you a picture. Oh yeah, Poseidon. So uh, Poseidon drove drove us back to Montreal, and luckily, even though there was many chance of us dying, because Poseidon um, might actually be a terrible driver. I think he's actually he's a he's he's reckless is his problem, uh, and he does he has a reflex of doing the one thing that I think only autistic people could do when they're driving. His reflex when he sees brake lights in front of him. I've never seen this before in my life, only with Poseidon, is to hit the gas. So normal people, when the brake lights in front of you go on or further ahead, your reflex is to let go of the gas or to hit the brake so you slow down. Any fuck, and I'm telling you, this was hours. Any fucking time the brake light in front of us would go on, he would fucking start accelerating. It was infuriating. It was infuriating. I can't even tell him, what the fuck are you doing? Like Like a bull, he would see red and just fucking go. It was absurd. Like, the most dangerous thing you can do. And then also, when he wants to cut someone off, let's say the left lane is completely empty, and he's in the right lane, and he's driving behind a guy. Instead of he has all the space, just gradually turn the left and keep going, he would speed it up like a right behind, almost hitting the guy, and then switch. But you know what dangerous that is? Because the guy seeing you rush up behind him might have the reflex of trying to get out of the way as you're fucking turning in that lane, too, and cause an accident. He, he should not have been given his license. In all honesty, you should not have been given your license. That is fucking crazy. All the shit you did are the shit they tell you not to do. Not to do. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. How is that your reflex? You got to calm the fuck down a bit. I, I guess Self-aware. You got to be aware of your surroundings. I guess because I was tired, I was agitated to get back. Yeah, but then you're going to kill us. No, but you're alive. <laughs> but did you die, though? <laughs> I could have. I died inside many times. <laughs> Many times I died. No, but uh, and then Poseidon almost died after he dropped me off. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I had you guys on the road, by the way, because there were moments where I was really like fucking sleepy. Oh yeah, and also the cruise control thing. It's like you're a cartoon character. Cruise control doesn't drive the car for you. No, I know. Poseidon saw a straightaway and he's like, ah, nice. And and it wasn't even real straightaway because it's a straightaway for like a kilometer and then it's wavy. What does he say? Because he was scared of cops. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'll put the cruise control. So he puts cruise control. He's like, ah, time to rest a bit. And he puts cruise control, no, no. leans the seat, I swear to God, <laughs> I while driving. Le- Mike was right there. Mike's just staring. I'm like, what the fuck? Leans the seat back, starts stretching. He's like, oh, yeah. Leans back and starts doing this. And I had to yell at him. No, but I was still holding the steering wheel. I just wanted to stretch because I was all cramped up. No, you even said, ah, oh, now I could relax. And yeah, I could relax. Mike had to even be like, are you fucking joking right now? Yeah, because I, I, was you know doing, I wanted to relax a bit because I was doing 100 miles an hour Bro, the whole time. And I was like, you can't I say I want to relax a bit while driving. You're driving a car. It's not autopilot cruise control. I'm aware. I don't think you are, though. I am aware. No, if you're aware, I use that's cruise control crazy. every day. That's insane. You're in the city. Where are you using cruise control? On my way back home from work when there's no traffic on the highway. Okay. That's how he got... Uh, an erection dysfunction, though. Probably, yeah. Oh. You've got to film your next road trip. Yeah, I don't know. We, you, but you, I think you need a dedicated uh, film crew to do that. You need someone always with the camera. Yeah, eh? Because you forget, yeah. Well, uh, well we could have done... We could have filmed... Uh, we could have done like a mini podcast on the road. Type a mini thing. podcast? Yeah. A mini? <laughs> you mean a mini? Or a mini? mini. <laughs> it's mean, eh? A mini, mini podcast. You remember that movie Mean Girls? <laughs> you want to do a mini podcast, bro? 
<laughs> where all we do is, is yell at each other about our hair and makeup. <laughs> Get the guy that won the belt. I don't remember his name. You mean Yan. Yeah, we got a GoPro Hero 7. That's, a, that's what we had. So the footage that uh, Poseidon did manage to capture, uh, I think I could do something with it. A little montage. Very nice. Yeah, Yan Terrier is a legend. He's the Gluttonfest champion. Um, he stepped all over Poseidon. Poseidon is the Gluttonfest loser right now. Uh, Poseidon is 0-1 at Gluttonfest. Uh, 100% losing streak. Whereas Yan Terrio has a 100% win streak uh, and the belt at his house. And I heard a rumor that he wears it when he fucks chicks. And he says, I'm better than Poseidon. He just screams it out. Yeah. <laughs> Poseidon's still upset about losing that belt. Yeah. I wanted that more than anything. I know, I know. Well, no, you wanted the money too, but you wanted the belt. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So back to what happened. Yes. So uh, last minute. So 14 hours of driving on the road. Nothing. Right? Nothing. No danger whatsoever. I'm about to go fill up the car to bring it back. Last second. So I'm driving and I see uh, at the exit, there's a, a red Toyota. Okay. Hatchback. Uh, red Yoda. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like weaving back and forth like in the lane. Side to side. I, I'm going to get the photo ready. You keep talking. I'm yes. going to get the photo ready. Uh, side to side uh, in the lane. So I'm like, oh, this is a little fucking weird. I'm going to back off a bit. So I back off. Okay. I back off. And the, the there were two girls in that car. And I have a theory that they were drinking. I will explain why. Is They, ha- they hydroplane because it was raining that day. Then they turn, hit the, the, the median. The median. And then do five barrel rolls in the air. Jesus Christ. And you saw all this. I saw this right in front of me, everything. And I don't know what this bitch had in her car, but I think she had half of her house. She had like 10 umbrellas. She had dresser cabinets. Like, I don't know what the fuck she had in her car. Everything started flying out. So if I hadn't backed up, because before the car started rolling, the car hit the median. And because it was in drive still, it came because it went the opposite direction, came my way. God damn. So the car hit the median, came my way, and then, because she was spinning, uh, I guess, you know, the speed of everything, did a, barrel, did a few barrels in the air. So I stopped the car right there. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Get out of the car. There's this other guy that came out. We got the girls out of the car. There were two girls, and it reeked of beer, the car. Uh-oh. It reeked of beer. So we, people there, thought they were drinking. Thought, yeah. Yeah, but they were, they, all those Fair girls. Fair assessment. <laughs> Those girls are so lucky. They only had a few minor scratches from the glass, but apart from that, they didn't have a concussion. Nothing. How no, do you how do you no know massive they didn't have injuries? Because the paramedics came after. I left a bit before they came. Well, they didn't seem to have any major injuries. Like uh, they were walking, they were fine. They were talking, you know, normal. Uh, so yeah, that was that was cracked. That was what? Cracked. Like that Cri- was that it was, was cricked. Crickety crackety. I'm, I'm showing them the photo you sent me. Yeah. So that is the photo yeah. that Poseidon sent me. See? There's blood I see on, on the bottom. Yeah. What is That's that? That's the she got scratched on her knees from the glass as she was uh, as we helped her crawl out of the car. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was upside down. That's and uh, yeah. God damn. So that is a Toyota Echo. Yeah. Echo. Echo. And it did a couple of barrel rolls, but these uh these fat ladies. They survived. No, that was a girl that went to help the the fat woman. The other two were sitting, but I didn't want to take a picture of them out of like you know. You should have though. Yeah. One of the the girl that was driving was fucking flipping her shit because she's like, I don't have insurance. I'm fucked. Whose fault Infer- is that? Hers. 
Whose fault is that, I ask you people? I don't have insurance. Oh, fuck, this sucks. I was drinking and driving. I don't have fucking insurance. You asshole, why'd you save me? <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't drink and drive. Especially if you don't have... Even, even What are you doing drinking and driving? That's the stupidest thing. But she took the exit at like 100 kilometers an hour. Saudi Arabia may be onto something. I don't know. Let's see here. Poseidon not taking a photo out of respect is pretty ironic. I know. <laughs> I know. You'd think he'd be on them with his camera. Be like, yo, <laughs> you're world star. Look at these bitches. They drunk, yo. Like, that's what you would expect Poseidon to do. But instead, it was like, ah, oh, respect, respect. Let me take a picture of this chick's tight ass. This tight. Let's see. I have to take a look at her butt. I'll look at it later. Uh, they were cute girls, though. Cute French girls. Were they cute? Yeah, they were very cute. So you, and you helped them survive. Yeah, you pulled them out of a burning. Uh, me car. and this other guy. They it wasn't burning. I don't know how that car didn't light on fire, but dude, like fucking. Probably because it's not a video game. Well, you, you remember the accident that me and uh, Legacy got into? The yeah, car caught on fire. Yeah, but you guys, you guys went right into the uh, the wall there. No, yeah, it's true. I remember you called me. I didn't believe you. I thought you were lying. Because <laughs> it was freezing. It was February. It was years ago. Yeah. I was like, I'm not coming. You're like, no, you have to come. We really crashed. <laughs> and then I actually came. I was like, I saw you guys outside of a car. And then we were ta- I was taking Perrier from my car. <laughs> put it on the, on the engine. I was putting Perrier to try to... Because the engine was on fire. I was like, this ain't good. Yeah. And then we walked away. And then I remember that. By yeah. the way, we fucked up. <laughs> you know why it was on fire? Because before you got there, it was a mini fire. Okay. But then you guys decided, yo, we got to throw some gasoline on this bitch. No, we threw, we threw fucking windshield washer fluid. Oh, obviously. Like idiots. And as Legacy was throwing it, I was like, oh, no, wait. And it was like, oh, fuck. But it was too late. Oh, he knew that it was slammable. Yeah, because we realized like midway throwing, like, oh, no, there's alcohol on this. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> just dumb and dumber. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys are like, oh, I wish we had a rocket launcher. That would solve the problem. <laughs> well, you know how we ended up uh, putting out the fire? There was this, these uh, these guys that were driving, and we were like, stop. They get out. They're like, holy shit, the car was on fire. I'm like, holy shit. They're like, you guys are so lucky. And I'm like, we're like, why? We got this whole fucking carton of water bottles. And they oh, just gave us shit. the whole thing. I like how he's like, you guys are so lucky. Uh, sir, that car is totaled. No, no, I know, but we got water. <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking degenerates. <laughs> so I don't think you know what lucky means. Uh, at least you guys didn't die, though. Zero scratches. Yeah, it's true. The car was totaled. Yeah. And you and Legacy both had nothing yeah. on you. I had to kick my way out of the car. That's funny, though. Yeah. I could imagine if the car was on fire and you were still in it. Oh, oh the Automotive. noises you make. Yeah. Yeah. I do make funny noises. You make funny noises regardless of, of fires. Yeah. Just look at fucking the example you posted on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, if anyone's not following me on Instagram, you should go check out my stories right now. Well, they're still up there because they delete after 24 hours. Of Poseidon at uh, the Anthony Cumia residence doing karaoke. So out of tune. <laughs> so out of rhythm. So It's like he's never heard music before in his life. <laughs> he was singing R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. And he was yelling, That's me in the corner! <laughs> it, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everyone was in shock. <laughs> the by the, oh no! like, <laughs> by, by the way, on Instagram now, you can permanently post them, your you stories. Mean? So there's uh, they're called highlights. I don't want to permanently post. Oh, you mean in the highlights section? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to be a highlight. So people life. can rewatch them. That's not going to be a highlight. You enjoy that for what it is. <laughs> me in the corner! Every, uh, oh, just the, you know, that's me in the corner. That's oh, me that's in how the it spot. Goes. Light. 
losing my religion. And instead of you, you're like this. That's me in the corner. <laughs> losing my religion. It was fucking horrifying. <laughs> Holy shit. It was so Because I had never heard the song beforehand. You never heard any song, apparently. We're like, what song do you want to sing? I don't know music. <laughs> you could pick any song. I don't know. I just pre- freaking apparently out. I did all right on Bohemian Rhapsody. Huh? Bohemian Rhapsody. Not really. You fucked that one up, too. <laughs> you were like, I don't know what happened. I'm, uh, b- uh, I, I know I don't know how to sing, though. I can't sing. I can't sing for shit. I was just having fun at that point. I was a little tipsy, and I was having fun. Remember that poor truck driver uh, on the 40 a few years ago? Yo. What, what happened? You don't remember? Basically, no. uh, I don't remember the exact story. But anyways, he ended up slamming into the other truck. And what happened was his truck got crumpled up. Oh, fuck. And he got trapped. And the, it lit on fire. What the and fuck? He burnt the, you don't remember this? No. We, we, I think, we didn't cover it on uh, I TJT? can't remember. I think we covered it even on TJT. No. no? I, I know no, I no, we it. didn't. We it's didn't. A sad story. No, we didn't. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, so that's what happened. And they were trying to get him out. Everything. He tried crowbars, like because there's a video of it. God damn. And uh, and yeah, the guy basically roasted alive. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. I remember there was a fire on the forty. Yeah. But I didn't know that's that what that was. That a man was cooked. Yeah. Everyone. There was people around. There were flames. There were people still trying. And, uh, but this guy was done from the beginning then. Yeah. Well, because cause in, in, what's crazy, they had interviews after. Because um, through the video, it was like a aerial. It was from really far away, the video. So you couldn't really hear what was going on. But like some people who tried to help him, they, they were interviewed. They were like in shock. Because like you could hear the screams that were coming out of there. Was Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. Man. And whose fault was that? Was he drunk? Was he... Like how did he hit I think it was slippery or something. Like how shit. did he hit that hard that he the, the truck fucking accordion styled, you know? I don't remember the exact story to be honest. But if you if you Google it, you could probably find it. Oh fuck, you know what Gambit says? What? The worst part was they couldn't get to him because the stupid city has so much construction, so they couldn't get there. The And the truck was badly maintained by the company. Oh, oh I hope that company got the fuck suit out of them. God. Yeah, so paramedics and fire trucks couldn't get there on time. Oh, wow. There was an article from Toronto at that point saying that Quebec was the most corrupted province and people from Quebec were screaming that that was Quebec bashing. That's what I'm, Remember what I told you about the welfare thing? Same thing. People just, instead of thinking about what's being said, they just react. Uh, you're making fun of us. Bro, a guy just fucking died. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the major... Oh, Ray Miller saying me laughing at you while you're saying this priceless. I have a couple more videos. I have, I think, in total, maybe five minutes of Poseidon singing on my phone. That's me in the corner. <laughs> it's like you're trying to sell something on an infomercial. <laughs> That's me in the corner. That could be you too. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Corners at fifty percent off. Yeah. <laughs> every place is corrupt. Yeah, every every city is corrupt at all different levels. Like even in yeah. when we were in New York, goddamn New York, man, is a fucking cesspool. There's so like, there's good about New York. There's bad about New York. Let's see. Are you ever going to be able to get Crowder on 2DM? Oh, Crowder's actually, he has an open invite uh, if he's here. Because I invited him to come in the summer. Um, I told him, you know, come check out some shows just for laughs. We could bring it to the studio, do a 2DM. I don't know if he wants to fly up here. He's not a big fan of coming back here too often. Um, he had, you know, he likes where he is. You know, yeah. he has his house. He has his family. He, he likes that shit. 
but if you would, he has an open it. We'd have him on for sure. Yeah. We'd, we'd shoot the shit. And I think, honestly, I think it would be good to see him because you guys always see him in his setting, in his life. Like, his, he, it comes off weird. Like, the way, if you think that that's how he is all the time, you know what I mean? That's why like, he, he comes off too much of an asshole, you know, because yeah. he's always on his show. But if you see him, like, out, like, normally, like, that's why if he'd be on the show just shooting the shit, you'd get a different view of him. Yeah. I think it would be cool to see him in a different uh, As a guest, basically. Yeah. That's why I tried. Oh, yeah. So we have a lot of New York stories. You sound like gay Bob Dylan when you imitate. Oh, like this. That's me in the corner. It's fucking Jimmy Blackman. Uh, Jimmy Blackman came out to the show on Friday, too. Uh, Fucking, and Jimmy was trying to warn us that we were going to be late uh, leaving compound. And we were. We were late. Luckily, the show started late because everyone's fucking late in New York. So uh, here's uh, some fun New York moments. So the day before, so Thursday night after we did Kumia, we were looking for food. And we ended up going to... uh, La Cubana, New York, which is Carl Ruiz's restaurant. Carl Ruiz, for those of you who don't know, was uh, is still uh, Opie's co-host on the uh, Opie Radio podcast, which was on Westwood One and is now uh, independent. So we we went to the, the restaurant. I saw it was funny because when I first saw Carl, I was like, "Ah, oh, Carl Ruiz," you know, uh, cool dude. The food was fucking amazing. I'm always complaining that the food in New York is shit. We've been to so many restaurants. He actually knows how to fucking cook. Like that was good fucking food. And I think it was the first time I actually ate Cuban food. Everything was good. Um, they treated us nice. The food was great. The place is nice. The la- like he, he knows how to m- build a restaurant. And then I asked him, I was going to get him on two drink minimum the, the day after when we did it live uh, on Friday. The problem was I told him last minute and the show starts at four and he had to do the, um, he had to do the food prep. It's a new restaurant. You know, he just opened up yeah. from like I think <coughs> 1 p.m. And he's there all night. You know, he's working all the nights there. You know, so everything he records is early, like the OP Radio podcast and all that stuff. So we couldn't get him on, but we switched numbers. We we had fun. We drank. Um, keep in contact. Super nice guy. So if ever he's up here, we're gonna show him to a good time. We're gonna bring him on the show. And um, same thing if we go down there, like to have him back on, bring him two drink minimum. Maybe it'll go a long way into you know bridging that gap. Um, I think he'd be a good good interview. I think it'd be fun to, to talk to him because he, he has a lot of good restaurant stories like he was telling us about when he came to Canada to open that restaurant in uh, Prince Edward Island. Um, so he, he, he's got some cool stories. And also, uh, maybe Opie fucking... I would have liked to, to speak with Opie as well. Get, I, I know that him... They're dropping an episode with uh, Luis J. Gomez from what I saw on the internet tomorrow. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I don't know. Everybody says that it's never going to happen. But I think that... If I was in the middle and I would be able to talk, you know, um, something could happen. Because I feel like they both get aggressive over stuff. You know, the other ones, you know, maybe something just to sit down, you know. Uh, but anyways, but Carl Ruiz is a cool dude. So I don't know about Opie. I hadn't met him, but Carl Ruiz, top-notch homie. Uh, did you have it? And I thought that would be a cool story, especially for people, you know, in the Open Anthony universe and uh, Compound and all that. That's an interesting thing to go there and uh, and eat. And the guy be super cool with us, and he's a super nice guy. He likes Anthony. He likes the whole... Uh, he likes everyone there. He's pretty uh, vocal about that. Uh, da, da, da. Did you try authentic raised pizza? Here's the thing, Silver and Gold, about this goddamn pizza place in New York. Everyone was sending me stuff, so I went to as many pizza spots as we could, right? We ate, I shouldn't have eaten that much pizza, but I want to try everyone's pizza. Now, there's Ray's. There's original Ray's. There's original famous Ray's. There's famous original Ray's. There's go fuck yourself. My name is Steve, not Ray. There's all kinds of different shit out there. Then, uh, what was Joe's Pizza? Well, you got to try Joe's Pizza. We went with Guido Grasso and Massimo, and they found a Joe's Pizza. And then we walk in there, and it was, uh, I noticed right off the bat there was a problem because it was like eight Afghanis. And I was like, yo, these guys are all Afghani. Like, why? <laughs> how is this an Italian pizza joint? 
And then he's like, no, no, it's, uh, it's, it's Joe's. And then we ate the pizza, and I was like, it's not that good, this pizza. He's like, no, it's really not that good. This is a, what did he say? This is a Fugazi pizza. This is a Fugazi. He said that like yeah, that? he said, this is a Fugazi Joe's. I go, this is a fucking, you brought me here. How would I know? You, you're telling me it's a Fugazi Joe's? You're a Fugazi Italian. You can't bring me this places. <laughs> ah, shit. So, yeah, fucking um, Guido was convinced that it was a Fugazi Joe's. But Guido and Massimo, and if you're in, uh, is Mike was in New York too? Yeah, of course, Justin. We did shows. Uh, we did Two Drink Minimum with Mike. We did uh, Anthony Cumia show. And then we did stand up at uh, Governor's. So it was a good time. Uh, let's see here. Flatcat. Flatcat sending over a goddamn donation. Flatcat, everybody, you don't have to send uh, donations over because goddamn YouTube uh, takes a goddamn cut of our money. Uh, but thank you. We fucking appreciate it. Um, Flatcat sending us cash. Very nice. She said strip. Strip Poseidon. Oh. Show her your big nipples. New York pizza is overrated, uh, like the whole bagel situation. It's not even overrated. It's just like there's so many places that you don't know what's real. You know, like they yeah. have these fake places. And the Afghani place, remember my credit card? Oh, you were there, no? Oh, no, you hadn't gotten there. No, it was the day before you got there. there. So I go to pay for everyone, like for, for everyone's pizza. And um, I give him my card. The guy puts it in and he goes, yeah, hey, uh, what's your PIN number? And I fucking lost my mind. I go, excuse me? My fucking pin number. I go, I'm going to put my fucking pin number in. And then the guy, like, defines, like, yeah, well, you got to come in the kitchen. And that's what I did. I flipped over the thing. I went into the kitchen. Because <laughs> Massimo was looking. He's like, why is he in the kitchen right now? I went in the kitchen next to the thing, and I pushed the guy over so I could put my pin in. I was like, I'm going to give you my pin. All of you fuck out of here. Yeah. They tried to do the same thing to me in L.A. And I said this already on 2DM, but you guys didn't believe me. Yeah, we don't believe anything you say. Yeah. yeah. I had stopped to buy smokes at a gas station, what's and it was pin? closed. Fuck you. What's my pin? Yeah. My pin is this. Oh, but sometimes it's also this. You might need to use them both together. Yeah. Or this. My pin. Get the fuck out of here. Or you could you could go like it goes. It goes what, what JPEG guys? Say Pantel, show the JPEG. What JPEG are you trying to get me to show? Imagine it's just a massive black cock. No. This this this, this thing is not run by your mom. Oh <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! It is a massive black cock. No, it's oh. not a massive. Again, your family has nothing to do with the chat room. Okay, let's share this bad boy. I will share it, guys. I will, um, let's see, Double Trouble is up. I will share, uh, I guess it's a media source, right? No, it's a web page. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Browser. Oh, I got this, guys. Watch this. Browser. Okay. And then I'll enter the browser information. There we go. Did that work? Yes. Okay. So, essentially... Oh, no, wait. I don't want to do that. I don't want to move Poseidon. Oh, now I moved you, Poseidon. I uh -huh. fucked up. There we go. I'll bring you back to where you belong. There we go. All righty. So, Mr. Poseidon. See? All right, locked you in. So, that map right there is the map of Montreal... Uh, under construction. Oh, it's all red. Uh, no, it shows. Jesus Christ, it's the whole fucking island. It's only clear in Laval. How is that fucking possible? That's weird because even Laval. Well, Jesus fucking Christ, how does this city operate? I don't understand. You know what? You know what's crazy? What I think is crazy. Hmm. In New York, too. It was always on... Yeah, but look, that's the entire fucking island, bro. It's just a... It should just write an F-U right, right on top of it. Just fuck yeah. you for coming here. But you know... 
You know what I don't get? Even in New York, it's constant construction. Like everywhere we would go, there was always construction happening. Yeah. But it's never in the way. Have you noticed that? I don't know if that's true. Well, it's not. Unless it's unless they're doing construction in the street. You know, unless they're fixing a street. I don't know. I, I feel like it, there was a lot of fucker in New York too. But yeah. It, there was, but a lot, like a lot less than here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is weird. It's supposed to be the opposite. But that's the entire, like, that's the entire island. Like, Literally. people saw the screenshot right now. It was the entire island just with little, little, just put one big this. Just put a French guy doing this. And it's the most, How's it's Gotham possible? City. How's that possible? Pantelis live pops up, pours whiskey immediately. <laughs> so construction on top of construction. Ray Mill, that's all it is here. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, uh, let's see, Silver and Gold said lib retards, and that's actually what it is. It's the left just wasting money for the sake of wasting money. And all these contracts that they give out and companies, all they have to do is put the cones. Be like, yeah, we started just by putting cones. Yeah. And you then there's an area that's just unavailable for months yeah. until you, they actually you, get started. You told me this. Not just put cones, but they have to break something. So they go break the cement, and then they just dip. Yeah. Laval has some construction too, but not like um, not like what they're doing uh, yeah. for Montreal. Yeah, Montreal's uh, something different. But you know what? I- if it would be run properly, it would be such a great city. Yeah. It has a lot to offer. And here's the thing I, I was going to say right now that I, that I found when I, was in, um, when I was in New York. I feel like cities, there should be a limit of people. The yeah. problem is when there's too many people, shit's going to go off the rails. So, like, in New York, there's just so many fucking people. Of course, it's going to be dirty. Of course, you're going to get the worst of the way. And there's so many homeless people that I felt bad for that would show up. And you know. Like, remember that one guy we saw with the long hair? That was just a bum with his bag and all that. We were, oh, no, you weren't even there yet again. I forgot. That was the day you weren't there. Uh, me, uh, Guido, and, and Mike saw him. And he looked like a, a homeless person from a movie. Like a really? charismatic homeless. And you could tell. He came to New York four or five years ago chasing his dream. And just like 99% of the people that went there, he didn't make it. And it's kind of sad. You know, because... Everyone goes there chasing that, chasing like the fame, chasing. Yeah. And how many, it doesn't matter how talented you are, how many you think are actually going to break through. There's so many people. Yeah. So it's just, um, it's just bad. Anyways, guess the weather plays a big part. Uh, speaking of weather, by the way, it was fucking humid every day. It was 30 yeah. degrees Celsius in New York. It was nice. I liked it. Do Poverty, ras disease. Yes, yeah, silver and gold. It's fucking. It, too many people. You know, yeah. you need to break out. That's why it's good to have other smaller cities and, you know, medium-sized cities that have their own sports team, their own stores, their, you know, so you can live. You don't have to go to the main city. Like, let's say Manhattan right now. Fuck, man. Everybody's trying to get on that fucking island every day. It needs to empty out a bit. Yeah. But it's weird that they haven't built other cities around. But they have. All the boroughs around there. It's just, you know, Manhattan's still the core. Everything's there. So people go there. That's the downtown. That's why here I kind of like that they're uh, in the South Shore. They're really making that whole Dick's Dirty area. They're really making it renovated houses, apartments, yeah. malls. They're going to have clubs. They're going to make it its own downtown. Who was talking about, uh, I think it was you that was saying that uh, you were there and you didn't have to. That was Mike. Oh, that was Mike. Yeah. Now he found out because he didn't know because he was looking for uh, for parking. So he, he hated it. And then he found out that everything they have on top, that entire basically a fucking mini city. It's all parking underground. 
Really? All of it. And then any store you go to that you see on top, you can actually access it from the parking. So you just go into the parking, go into the elevator, go into the store you want, buy what you want, go back down, get into your car, and go home. So in the winter, you don't have to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about that, but I wasn't really paying attention. I see Jimmy Jimmy says he's the black man. Why are you depressed? Don't be depressed. Jersey is smaller, but it's trash too. Is Jersey trash? Because like when I see like, um, what was it? Uh, what's that fucking place I wanted to go to in New Jersey and we didn't get a chance to go? Red Bank. Red Bank, New Jersey, where they do the comic book man stuff, where Brian Johnson's from and all that. That place looks fucking nice. It looks like a nice little town. Yeah. Well, there are some nice parts. Even when I was driving into New York, there's uh, there's some really nice parts. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is uh, this is nice. You know? It all depends on what you do for work. Yeah. It all depends. Like if you can if you can work from home or if you can you know if you, you go to a calmer place, pay cheaper rent, have some peace and quiet. I could never live in that city. New York? New York. I could never live you in You could that. live you could live anywhere. You're a cockroach. What? You'll adapt. You'll so you'll grow a shell. <laughs> you'll survive. No. If no. I can't. I can't. I hate it. Too much. It's too much. Too many people. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn was all right though. Like the 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 place we had. It was nice like uh I had a whole balcony. I just I found out on the last day I had a whole balcony. I opened it and it was a nice little vibe up there, you know, chilling. But everything's tight. Uh, yes. Jimmy Jimmy's happy now. Jimmy's like, "Now I'm happy." No, uh Mr. Blackman, sir, you should be happy. You're in a good spot. And are you on Manhattan, Jimmy? I forgot to ask you. Um cuz if you're on one of the boroughs and you could live calm a bit, you know, it's it's mm. uh but it depends where I guess in Manhattan too. But it depends what you do for work again. Because yeah. imagine every day if you do live outside, but you have to commute an hour, an hour and a half. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Day in, day out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, besides a cockroach. <laughs> uh, just pick a bridge and go, Jimmy. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> Jimmy, fucking go somewhere else. <laughs> but Jersey, because Jersey gets a bad rap. Uh, yeah, let's see. Lowell, 80K to live in a shit box. Um, oh, you mean in yeah in, in New York? That's the problem. The rents. I was asking like, how much would this place be? And they're like, oh, it's like three thousand a month. I go, what? You could barely fit fucking two dogs in this place. What are you talking about? How does that happen? What do you mean? How does that uh, inflation uh, uh, demand? Um, so it, it has to do with renting demand, right? Yeah. And renting availability. So what ends up happening is you have a thousand people, but you only have six hundred apartments. So you can charge whatever you want. Because mm. everyone's going to figure out a way to pay and starve and it's not to get the apartment. Because But when you have more apartments than you have people wanting, then you got to adjust. That's capitalism, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. adjust. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to be competitive. So I want you to live in my apartment. I don't want it to be empty. I don't want to lose money. No. So that guy is saying $1,000. My apartment's better. I'm only going to charge you nine. And, you know, I don't know if I can. And you get the backyard. Something like that, you know? So you get better offers. But, dude, if there's a million of you and my apartment... You, uh, you know, I charge a thousand. Someone's like, "No, don't give it to him. Give it to me for two thousand. I'm gonna give it for two thousand. And then that starts the whole thing. Because then after you're like, "Okay, why would I rent someone for less than two? I could get minimum two, you know." And it starts uh. that vicious cycle. So the, and there's no uh, there's no control. Like here we have rent control, right? Like how much you can raise it and all that, the value and all that. No. You c- I don't think there's rent control in New York. I think in New York they could charge whatever they want. Uh, I heard someone saying this. It's all about what's. Uh, uh, no, uh, Dan Martin says no rent control. Yeah, so they don't have rent control there. Yeah, someone was telling me this uh, w- uh, in uh, Long Island. Uh, it has nothing to do with how much it's 
valued or it's worth it's what someone willing to pay exactly yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. there's no control it's something that's what i told you so there, it's what someone's willing to pay so if you have five people but only one apartment you're gonna go with the highest and if one of those guys makes a lot of money and mm. the rest are just decent people they're just you know decent living Who's going to get the fucking apartment? And, demand, and then they're yeah. going to fucking end up having to move out further so they can make it affordable. And even that's going to be expensive. And then they're the ones that have the shitty commute every day. It's fucked up. Let's see. But my lady is in Outerborough, Queens. Oh, I like Queens, by the way. I went to Queens, Jimmy Blackman, last time. I went to Astoria a few times, actually. Uh, I like Astoria. I, I, li- I like Queens. There's something weird that happens to me. There's certain areas in New York. This is going to sound so fucking crazy. The first time I went to New York, uh, it was with, uh, with Mike. And it was in Queens that this happened. There were certain areas in Queens, there were certain buildings, where I felt like I was there in the 70s. But I, was, I wasn't born in the 70s. But I got that feel of a familiar memory. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You ever have that when you go somewhere that you haven't been to in years? I have that. I and have you're that like, oh, I haven't been yeah. here in so long. And you have the memory. I had memories of that place, like the feeling of the memory, a place I've never been to. And it happened again now. One night I was with Mike, we were walking, and he's like, what happened? I go, fuck, we're the same fucking thing. Like, I was looking at the buildings, and like, like I know this, you know? We had never been there before. Yeah. It's fucking strange. I had that feeling on, um, well, multiple times when I went to Greece. Yeah, different 14. spots. Yeah, different spots. It was like, it's a weird feeling. Yeah. I, you know what I think? Greece, I, ha- I guess, could make sense, because genetically, you know, something, you know, your DNA is like, oh, you know, something. But for me, in New York, what the fuck? That's the... I think it has to do, because we absorb so much in terms of movies, and films and stuff. Yeah, it felt familiar. That's what that is, I think. Maybe, yeah. You know? Because how many how many uh, movies have we watched about Greek mythology? You're talking to me? Yeah. What do you, no, that's a stupid lot. what you're saying. I've been going to Greece since I was a little child. So yeah. I, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Don't, don't no, say no. yeah without thinking. You, you went to Greece the first time you were 14. No, the first time I was uh, two. Second time I was 10. Okay, so 10. Not yeah. two. Two, you don't have memories. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, I'm that's why when you went to... Four, you said when I went when I was 14, I felt like that. That's because you had already been there when you were 10. You actually had built memories. Yeah. No, yeah. the third time I went was when I was 12, not 14. Oh, even no, even better. Yeah. yeah, that's why you had memories. Yeah. yeah, that's why you had went two years earlier. No, but I felt the same way in uh, when I went in 14 and 15. 2014 and 2015. Yeah, exactly. It's 2021. That's what I'm saying. Because you had already been there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had a memory of going to a place. It was crazy. I had already <laughs> been there. Yeah, that's the, what I'm telling you is I had never been there before. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't think I could explain to you because you clearly are retarded. You just said, it was so weird, bro. I went there, bro, and I had memories if I had been there, and I had already been there a few years before. That's fucking stupid, bro. You realize how dumb that is? Yeah, that is kind of stupid, actually. Yeah. See, why is Jimmy being... Oh, Jimmy works in Astoria sometimes. Yeah, don't be anxious, Jim. I see anxiety going on in the chat here. Is that the famous Jimmy Blackman from the East Side Dave show? You're goddamn right. There's only one Jimmy Blackman. Jay Blacks, as we call him in the hood. Um, I felt you and I were married in another life. <laughs> I wonder if he's talking to Marvin, Poseidon, or me. Poseidon is astoundingly, yeah, astoundingly dumb. Marvin, he is. Yeah, that was, that was epic. He's like, I know I get the same feeling, bro. And he describes something that's not the same thing at all. And he's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately, this happens way too much in the U.S. Yeah, with the whole rent control and shit. Um, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. So landlords in New York are fucking loaded. Yeah, of course. Uh, Trump was a landlord in New York. Probably still is, yeah. Actually, there's uh, Guido, Guido Grasso had a good theory 
about why uh, Robert, uh, what's his name, uh, Robert De Niro, was silent for so many years and only came out recently, you know, politically and started attacking Trump like crazy and says, I want to fight him and all that. I think his son works for Sotheby's. His son's a uh, real estate agent. And Robert's son. Robert De Niro, okay. yeah. And Robert used to have a lot of um, real like he got involved in real estate there. And apparently there was a rumor going around that Trump had fucked him over. Like Trump had outsmarted him and his people oh, like a shit. while. Yeah, yeah, out of good deals. And because uh, he knew more about real estate, obviously, than yeah. he did. And there was also something, but I don't know if that's true, about a, a woman. Uh, that he was trying to go after a woman and Trump fucked her instead. And like, so there's this whole thing about that. And uh, I had never heard about it until Guido was telling us. And then I was like, oh, holy fuck, that kind of... Because he never went political. And most of his fan base, all the people that watch the mobster movies, Sopranos fans, all those kind of people, don't... They don't align with, like, the Hillary camp. Mm. They'll align more with Republicans. Yeah. So you alienated, like, 99% of your fan base. For what? Because of pas- a passionate response. Yeah, it's true. That does make sense. Yeah. A grudge. Yeah, just you held a grudge against him. Interesting. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Uh, you never know. Could be that. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. Sometimes you got to... Even me, I've been trying my best to... Um, <laughs> Silver and gold's like, fuck the Nero. I've been trying my best to uh, avoid... Like, I have that one bit that I was working on for that are that's political on stage for uh, Trump and Trudeau. Um, but I'm still going to do it this summer. But it's the only portion. The rest, I just want it to be jokes. Because I feel like people are getting so slammed. And it's all nonsense. Yeah, they're fed up. It's all, they're fed up, and it's all non. Like I, I hope that people understand that all these, all that they said was gonna happen didn't happen. You know, Trump's gonna win. It's gonna be the end of the world. People are gonna be starving in the streets. There's gonna be fires. World War Three. That didn't happen. And it wouldn't have happened if Hillary won either. No. It's not gonna happen. The only difference would have been if Hillary won, there would have been a lot more wars. No. The only thing I'm gonna say about uh, politics is, yeah, p- Pandels avoid political. It's too cheap and easy. Yeah. Well, actually, the the bit I have, though, is uh, I really like it about the... You, you heard about the, 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 the Trump... Did uh, I hear it? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you saw it also um, when we last week at the Italian place when the lady got mad at me. Oh, okay, yeah. I think I know which one you're yeah, talking yeah. about. So that, it's actually... They're pretty good. Uh, and I like making fun of our buffoon prime minister, too. So um, the, the one thing I'm going to say that the, the news did recently that really kind of bothered me was... Um, so remember Trump... Uh, he got into a fight with Iran, mm-hmm. and then they, they the shit, and then they also took down a drone. They shot down a drone, and he was they were pressuring him to do uh, to attack. And he asked for a briefing, and he said, "What are the casualties? Like how many people could die if we attack that facility?" And they said 150. And Trump said, "You know what? I'm not comfortable with having 150 Iranians die because the drone was unmanned." And even the ships that were attacked, like, nobody died. So I'm not comfortable with killing 150 people, so forget it. And then CNN, they're supposed to be liberal, right? But that term is not used properly because they're not being liberal. CNN started saying, they're basically calling him a pussy for, um, for uh, not uh, attacking. But you're supposed to be anti-war if you're a liberal person. Yeah, yeah. I like to think I'm a liberal person. You're yeah. li- most of the people here are liberal per- They want liberty. Yeah. They want to be anti and they were fucking going against him. So if he had attacked, they would have said, look at this piece of garbage, 150 casualties. When he didn't attack, instead of saying like, oh, Trump, wow, that's fucking... Obama didn't do the same thing. Obama was shooting down everyone. He didn't care about casualties. This guy's like, eh, that's too many casualties. I'm not going to kill 150 people. And they made it like, oh, he's not strong enough. That's so fucking insane. Give credit where credit is due. Yeah. It really bothered me. When I saw that, I go, you guys are a bunch of... like." 
if it was ever vague before, I hope people realize now that you guys yeah. are a piece of fucking garbage. Yeah. Yeah. That means he has some heart. That's another thing. Gambit makes a good point. I thought about, remember I told you, I go, that's fucking surprising because it kind of goes to show maybe a lot of people are right that he's just fucking around. That he's more of a troll than a, than a narcissist because if you're a sociopath, you don't think like that. He would have never asked for the casualty. He wouldn't care if he was a sociopath. A sociopath doesn't care. He doesn't have empathy. Yeah. Right? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see what you mean. And he said, you know what? Now, 150 people? Nah. That's too many people because our, our drone was unmanned. But Obama, his drone strikes, schools, all that, kids were dying. Nobody fucking said anything. It's so hypocritical. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's very aggravating. Even the, the who's that? Have you guys seen that woman, Tulsi Gabbard? She's running for president. She's a So she's taking an anti-war stance and she wants to protect the troops, uh, give veterans money, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They panicked, the, the left. So they started calling her like to make her seem like uh, she's one of the bad guys. Like, oh, because she's left. She's a liberal. But she's real, what liberals are supposed to be, which is what kind of the Republicans turned into, of anti-war and this and that. And like, oh, she has a Republican stance, a conservative stance. That's so weird. Conser- Dude, the, the people, like, they, they don't, they're not using the word liberty. Liberty means that you should have the right to say what you want to yeah. say. Live. That's not what the left is doing. The left that's calling us liberals say, you can't say this. Don't say this. You're this. You're that. You're, they're doing the opposite. They, they switched sides and they didn't mm. even see it happening. So they're using th- these terms, but they're, they're not real descriptors of what's happening that's how people fight because they go you're a nazi because like how am i a nazi so like, you're a cons- you know you're conservative no no i want to conserve things i want to conserve the economy i want to conserve this it's yeah, not yeah, i yeah. want to conserve slavery you fucking idiot you know what i mean yeah. like it's uh so they're just playing but with wasn't words. it the republicans anyways that uh freed the slaves of course but that's what i'm saying is they just dirty politics just shift shifted they're just using words i hate politics man yeah it's the worst Anyways, that's enough. That's all the politics yeah. we get into. I just wanted, I thought it was a, an interesting thing that he asked for that because it shocked me. I was mm-hmm. like, holy fuck, he gave a fuck. I, I'm very happy that someone um, said that. Nobody else ever said that. Yeah. They destroyed Libya before, you know, nobody cared about people's lives. Yeah, look what they did. Aren't, aren't they? They're the slave capital of Africa now. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to talk about that mess. Yeah. I believe anti-war, dude. I, I especially for America right now, they don't need to be in all these pl- fucking places unless no, it's really don't. necessary yeah. for them. They need to and, uh, that money, man. Uh, fucking rebuild the spots in the states that have trouble. Yeah, they need to come back and they need to focus yeah. internally. That's what Obama should have done. Obama was. To, you're talking about America, but why isn't the money going to America? Because it's all these fucking big corporations in the way. Hmm. That's who's really in charge. It's the lobbying that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Gambit's like, we did Ray. We hit like. <laughs> yeah, click that. That uh, yeah, they never talk about stuff that doesn't fit in their agenda. Yeah, that's why. Even um, it's funny because even people were at like, aren't people gonna find it uh, weird? Like if you when we went to Carl Ruiz's restaurant and stuff, it's like I don't care. Carl Ruiz never did anything to us, right? No, he was super nice. He treated us great. He was a cool dude. Fucking kept in touch with him. When he comes to Montreal, we're gonna fucking treat him even better. He's gonna have a great time here too. He's a fucking cool ass dude. This whole um, and you know what else I noticed? I saw. Um, it's things that we don't have to deal with, like because Anthony gets a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy fans. Yeah, like psychos, guys. Like you don't understand. Like you know, you talk about anger or whatever. These guys are fucking nuts. So they always tweet. They'll say crazy. So I saw a couple of tweets and people were like, "Oh, I've seen the numbers. The, you know, the place is half empty. Uh, like for the show or coming into the compound. How many fucking seats were empty? Poseidon, you were there. Oh, bro, the place was packed. The place was packed. The only two spots that weren't, there was two seats in the back corner, was where the comics kept coming to sit and look at the show and go back. 
There was no other place to sit. I had a hard time finding a table. He had a hard time finding a table. He was with us. Uh, and they put you the back where the comics yeah, were. Yeah, you kept yeah. yeah, you had no choice because it was packed. Um, so shit like that, I'm like, why are they saying this? And then I would see online, they'd be like, oh, I calculated, and it has the capacity of 240. There's only 90 people. Dude, you couldn't fit anyone else. You could, the whole thing was packed. Like the whole room, where do you want people to go? The whole room was packed. They sold the place out. What do you want them to do? There were, I, think, I feel like there was a little more than 240 people in there. Yeah, well, that's, uh, I'm not saying that there wasn't. I'm just saying that that's how, um, yeah, it, it, was just, it was just strange to me that uh, you would go through such lengths to bullshit online. Like, Why did, do people do that? I don't know. Did Kumia fuck someone's wife or some shit? I don't, it might be something like that. Maybe. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways. But that, that's w- not if. Let's, let's talk about Kumi- New York, uh, Gambit says. That's not Were Kumi the people problem, receptive? Though. I was getting... How, how was I in New York? I mean, you're going to see some some footage. Uh, I saw Poseidon's GoPro, and there's funny footage because he's he has the GoPro here, and I have footage of you. Uh, I guess, I don't know if you're not looking up, but you're going through people. Like, there's people in front of him in the street, and he's going on... Because we're a right-handed society in North America. This isn't the fucking Queens, uh, England. So we're, we go on the right. So everyone's right is the opposite way, right? Okay. Yeah, Carl Ruiz is a beautiful human being. Yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Kari's uh, a nice guy. So um, I have footage, and I'm going to show you guys this when I make the, the video. <laughs> Poseidon is, like, walking, and I can see women's faces like this. They're walking, they're like this. And they're trying to get out of the way. Like, it looks like a movie because it's first person. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, who's this? Because he's just going through on the opposite side of the street. By the way, I only do this in New York. Because I get so agitated that there's so many people. I'm like, fuck this. Fuck everyone. And yeah. I just start charging. Like, New York is kind of fun to go to visit, to see all that stuff. Yeah. But, but just like Silver and Gold said, it gets so, um, I don't know. With Silver and Gold, New Yorkers don't care about anything other than themselves. That's how it is. It's It feels weird. It feels like, and I don't know. If, if, I, like, I, I'd kill someone. Like, there's too much dirt. Yeah. There's people in front of you just throw garbage on the floor. It's That's one thing that I, like... Here in Montreal, we have garbage bins everywhere. Okay? Everywhere. Yeah. Every, almost every fucking corner, there's a yeah, garbage, garbage bin. Yeah, garbage bins are hard to find. Brother, try to find a garbage bin. Even yeah. when you walk into places, there's nowhere to throw. Here, you walk into places, you yeah. know? Yeah, there's a big difference. Like, if people pee, some people who have never been to a big city like New York assume that it's like their downtown. It is not. No. Downtown New York is something completely different. That's a beast right there, bro. It's different than LA too. LA, remember when Hollywood Boulevard lights come? You can walk there. It's not. It's not a problem. Yeah, it's chill, relax. Yeah. Now, LA, the big problem is the highways, especially on the wrong times. Fuck, millions Yo. of people yeah, trapped yeah, yeah. in their cars. But that's another story. But New York, the walking. So the people traffic versus the walking traffic, right? Yeah. So both cities are way, way too populated. Yeah. Right. And then you have the homeless. Yeah. Remember that guy that was screaming and running oh yeah that's black guy because we went to eat at uh madison square garden so that poseidon could see madison square garden yeah so poseidon could see madison square garden and uh, it was pretty cool uh and they had like i don't know what the competition was it was either college sports or or college cheerleaders there was a bunch of cheerleaders there like uh eating and and yelling and yeah poseidon was having a great great time he's like bro you saw that shit bro it looks like megan fox he was freaking (laughs) out um he's like i wish i went to college bro uh, so we went to eat, and I didn't want to eat anything because a lot of the food there, like I said, bothers me. Just garbage, garbage, toxic foods. Yeah. So Poseidon went to a pizza spot. I didn't feel like pizza because we had so much. Uh, Ribalto, whatever the fuck it was called in there. Yeah. And he ordered a small personalized pizza. He went to sit with us. He took a couple of bites. And two then bites. Two bites, and then he was surprised by, by something, a gift in his pizza. What was it, Poseidon? It was a piece of motherfucking glass. 
There was a piece of glass this big. I have a photo of it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a piece of glass. Yeah. You're gonna show them the photo? Uh, it's not. It's not worth it because you can't tell what you're holding. But point is, it's a yeah, piece of it glass. Yeah, because it was covered in cheese. Yeah, it was covered in cheese. But a giant piece of glass in his fucking pizza. Like they were trying to off him. Fuck! Barely 24 hours in New York. They're trying to assassinate me already. Yeah. And then when you, what happened when you brought it back? Oh, so uh, I brought it back and I was all sweaty because of the humidity and I looked really angry. Yeah, as usual. So I throw it on the counter like this. What the fuck is this? I go. Because the like, and the girl gets all, and there were people in line by the way, and they all looked at me, and oh, I'm really sorry, just wait there, and so I'm holding the piece of glass like this the whole time. By the way, I didn't, I, this was my position the whole time, until she gave me my money back. I was like this, <laughs> just standing there like this, and then she, the the cook comes and sees me. Oh man, I'm really sorry. You want another free pizza? No free pizza. Give me my money back like that. My money back. My money like, back. While I'm holding the piece of glass. My money. And, and the guy got he like got like freaked out. I was like, okay, man, you know. And he goes, What do you want? My money. <laughs> don't forget that. Don't forget that money. <laughs> and he goes back. And the girl was there. I don't know what she was trying to figure out. I think she was trying to come up with an excuse that she couldn't refund me. You know what's funny is uh, you could have sued them. This was the states try to kill you. It's true, eh? Millions, Poseidon. You missed your chance. And I think she, she uh, towards the end, because she was trying to find an excuse to not give me my money back, and uh, she at some point she looked at me. But you had the camera on I had you the, I had and the, the mic. the camera and the mic. And then she's like, okay, nah, she gave me my money back. and I, Because I realized she was being a bit of a cunt about it. So I grabbed my money like this, and I go, what do you want me to do with this now, the piece of glass? And I'm like, you want it? Uh, and I threw it on the counter. I'm like, Good. here, it's yours. <laughs> it came back out. Let's see, most of us are pieces of shits, Mega Male says. Then those assholes always shit on the Midwest where people are decent. Yeah, my hometown. Yeah, p- people, I told you guys this before. When people talk shit about America because of a politician, because somebody does. Have you ever been, you ever hang out with Americans? It's the complete opposite of what you think. Yeah. It's it's not what the media put it. Fucking good people. Yeah. Especially in little towns. Yeah, they want to show you good stuff. They want to treat you nice. They're happy to see you. It's all bullshit, bro. But it's crazy because in, in movies, you'll always see in little towns, it's like, oh, they're creepy people. Yeah, you know why? Because, it, and it's true, it sounds fucking conspiratorial, but it's true. Like Hollywood, that's the image that they painted. They've painted everyone as, uh, you know, uh, incest and this yeah. and because they don't want their opinions to be worth anything. Yeah. But these are just people like, yeah, I live in a smaller town. I don't want to live in New York. Yeah. They're just people who don't can't stand that. Yeah. But look at, the, but look at movies, just movies like The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Well, that's different. That was about your family. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. There we go. <laughs> that was a family <laughs> film. Directed by Poseidon. Hmm. That's why you don't see me in it. But I, I got to, even I, all the time, every time I go down there, I meet compound media fans. I mean, so right now when we were there, Flat Cat said Americans are very loving people. All the fans they that are. you met, everybody, how good was everyone to you? Sweethearts. Ellis from Philly Sweethearts. came up from Philadelphia. Like everyone who came, they, it's so much fun. Yeah. Loved meeting them, loved hanging out, loved talking with them. So, w- what is this shit that they're talking about? Even in the city, like not all like people usually aren't trying to start. Sh- no, the foreigners are the problem, actually. Yeah, the only people that we ever argued with was the foreigners yeah. and the tourists. It was we the only people that we, the pizza place. It was the Afghani's. It, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. It was well, always I wasn't it, well, there you weren't there, that. but it's always the f- the cab drivers, the Uber that American guy that we had, nice guy, the Uber super chill, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. fucking every time a, they always yell. Remember, remember that Uber driver that was like, I got a pipe in the trunk. Yeah, there was yeah, a guy, oh, this guy's a fucking real New Yorker. So uh, he noticed after a while that, because uh, Poseidon was sitting in the front, me and Mike were in the back. 
and he noticed that we're kind of uh, aggressive people because as soon as we took off this guy tried to cut him off and, and i had the window i was like hey what the fuck and i started going crazy so the guy looks from his rear he's like what the fuck like he's not even driving and he's yelling and i go what the fuck this guy think that we're really like, should we get the fuck out of the car so the guy's like holy shit so after a while this guy it was, an, uh, it was a, a seat guy. Navy blue BMW X5. He, he tried to cut him off. He didn't make it. And Poseidon took it really personal. And Poseidon followed him under the tunnel. Poseidon knew where the car was. And finally in the city, this is about 15 minutes later, we finally got next to him. Poseidon remembered. He's like, there's that motherfucker. And Poseidon's looking over, over the, the Uber driver's shoulder. He's looking over the guy like this. And he's he looking, like, yeah, look at this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. I'm, should I go fucking stop him? And the guy looks at Poseidon. He's like, if you, I, I got a pipe in the trunk if you want. <laughs> And then that's when I was like, no, 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 no bro, sign, just stay in the fucking car, bro. Get a fucking arrested. Just leave him. Leave the seat guy. And even the Uber driver was shocked that, oh, my God, like, you followed this yeah. man. <laughs> it's always the people that are not from America. Even sometimes I, I would get into arguments, and it was Canadians. Yeah. Those people from my, they, they act like assholes when they, when they end up in, like, Los Angeles or New York or something. It's yeah. always the foreigners. And, and uh, I'm a foreigner, too. Even when it's I always like me. I was, the, I was the guy in the car being aggressive. It wasn't the driver. It's true. It eh? wasn't the American. It was me, the foreigner. The foreigner was being so fucking angry. So we were, we were assholes. We're bringing in all our anger. Because we're not used to it. They're used to yeah, it. Yeah, they're used to it. So they're calm. Like, hey, whatever. Yeah, it is, whatever. Uh, yeah. I was like, fuck you. I'm not going to wait, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But at, uh, even even when I went in, uh, to that little depth deli that I, that I went to. The gay deli. Yeah, that yeah. I got a I got a little sandwich. Remember? I said the gay deli, but every we were in a gay neighborhood, so everything was gay. Yeah. And uh, they were super chill. They thought it was French, because I had the I had the, the fanny pack. I had the fanny pack and everything, and they thought it was French. And the guy goes, uh, uh, "Let's go Paris Saint Germain." He goes, like yeah, that. that was weird though. Yeah. Tell him to go fuck. Himself. It was a little strange. Tom, I got this, baby. Right. Uh, Flat Cat lives, I think, in Massachusetts. No, Boston or something like that. Boy, she's dead. Uh, let's see. Repeat, repeat it so Pantels can see. Yeah, repeat. What uh, what should I see? I wish to see this. It's the future isn't Akai berries, it's glass. Yeah, that's how <laughs> what, what, what? That's how he's going to lose weight, Poseidon. <laughs> Soviet <laughs> Mashganistan. That's what it is, yeah. That's where, that's where she hangs out. Um, I wanna, we have to go down to Boston, too. Yeah. And do something down there. There are so many places I want to see that I haven't seen. But, like, you see them on, on film or whatever. Or film. But I want to see them... I saw them in the pictures. Yes. You know, it's like when you see a horse for the first time, you see them all the time on, on videos and shit. But then when, when you, you see it and you really in, in person grab that giant dung, you're like, I knew he was yeah. going to say that. But this is why so, they make a big deal out of it. By the dudes. way, horses, have you seen a horse in person? They're such majestic creatures. Horses? Yeah. Yeah, horses are beautiful. That's why you don't eat them. The city's a fucking spider web. Oh, is it complicated? I've been to Boston. Uh, it is. That's what I've heard as well. I've been around Harvard. I, I like it there. They have maps of, uh, if you look in New York, it's all like rectangles. And then Boston is just. Poseidon uh, only wants a horse because that stupid horse song. My driving on your horse, uh, fucking stole a Porsche, whatever the fuck that song is. Do you think there's a law against riding a horse in the city? I don't think there's an actual law. Well, the cops ride them here. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think there's an actual like law. on the highway. But that's weird because uh, like you don't have the same control on the no, horse. No, not on the highway. But I mean through town. Two DM America road trip, maybe, maybe. Uh, actually, we're, we were planning that for next summer uh, with me and Mike. We we're talking about that. We're gonna see how because everything because it's growing a little faster than we thought. Like with the shots and all that. Because normally podcasts takes about three years to really gain traction. Um, yeah, so that's why. If, so if anyone's starting a podcast 
and they're not getting numbers in the beginning. Like, I only have 10 listeners or whatever. You, it's just something you have to keep at. And you get be better patient. at it. Yeah, you be patient. It just takes a couple of years because there's so many now. Back in the day, it, was, it, was, it wasn't as hard. But now there's so many. So, you know, for people to hear about you, you know, get addicted. Um, so, yeah, we were thinking of that maybe next year, do a little bit of a road trip to Canada and some uh, American cities. And also, I have an announcement to make. I think we're going to do it soon. Uh, so the two drink minimum shots won't exist anymore soon. But don't fret. We're still going to, what we're going to do is, uh, this was the idea I came up with, because I feel like it might get a little confusing because we have, like, you know, shot three and then episode three. We're going to do is soon combine the shots and uh, are going to come up to 100 episodes. I think now we're like at 96 or something. So what I want to do is starting from the 100th episode, it's just episode numbers. So let's say uh, episode 100 is on compound, for example, and then episode 101 is on both. It's it's a shot, right? It's available for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So every like, you, you get it? Yeah. So episode 100, so that we keep uh, a number scheme. Yeah. So it's a bit simpler. Yeah, I see what you mean. Starting from episode 100. Yeah, so uh, for so continuation. For continuation, basically. let's say someone only gets on iTunes and they're like, oh, fuck, episode 102 and then episode 104. What happened 103? You go to Compound. Yeah. Compound has everything. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. by the way, speaking of, because uh, I was uh, I was saying that if you can ride your horse in town, if you have one, uh, you, you know what's crazy about our gun laws? Here in Montreal? Yeah. They're stupid. They are stupid. But did you know? Mr. Pantelis, and I know you're going to find this interesting. Yeah. Uh, you could go into a store that sells flamethrowers and just buy one because it's not regulated like guns are. Whoa, 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 back up. Where do we sell flamethrowers? Uh, I don't know. I haven't found out yet. Give That's me a flamethrower. But because it's not regulated like guns are because it's seen as a farming tool. You could literally walk into a place that sells flamethrowers without a gun license and you can buy one. And you know they who else is seen shit. as a farming tool? Well, it's either you get that or you don't. Well, oh, <laughs> the hose. No. Oh. You didn't get it, but it's okay. I know people in the chat did. Me? Flame torches for melting driveway ice. Yeah, it's true. Like, what do you have a flamethrower for? Have you seen this fucking ice, bro? I got to melt it. Yeah. There's but no flamethrowers. It's just people who throw flames beside. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's just a dude with a Molotov cocktail. So you're saying is like, let's say Elon Musk. If I buy that flamethrower that he has, that Rogan has, it's cool. I can walk around with that. Yeah. Get they the cannot, fuck out yeah, of here. They can't. They can't. Uh, yeah. I found this out, by the way. I don't know why I didn't say this on uh, 2DM. I found that out when I went to the... Gun range. Gun range. Yeah, that's what happens when you, when your laws are dumb. Yeah. So you could you cannot carry a shotgun. But you can, you're literally this far away from roasting people alive in the you, city. Uh, yeah, you walk into a restaurant. Yeah. Like, sir, what are you doing? Give me free food. You could literally hold up. No, no, what are you doing? Well, just in case you don't cook this uh, hot enough, <laughs> I, got, I got me covered. <laughs> I take my steaks very seriously, sir. God damn, that's actually, that's actually fucking, there's some, uh, yeah, there's fucking, yeah, yeah, they're for sale, yeah. You can actually get flamethrowers. Yeah. That's fucking interesting, though. Yeah. I'm surprised. I but don't know why this never came up earlier. Well, because these are things that it was hard to regulate because they didn't exist. Yeah. Well, no, but still, flamethrower has been around, what, since the 40s? Yeah, but that's not long enough. No? No. Because, like, guns existed way longer. Since 1800s. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean, but still. I don't think you do because you said I see what you mean, and then you're like, but still, 
See what you mean? I refuse to no, acknowledge No, but you'd it. think the government would regulate something as dangerous as a, as a fucking flamethrower, bro. But everything is... Let's see. Because a gun is, uh, is a gun. Yeah, it, it's dangerous. But it's not destructive like a flamethrower. Like a flamethrower, like you could set a building on fire, bro. You know how far a flamethrower shoots? You know how dangerous that shit is? Okay. Like Listen. a gun, you can shoot and harm someone. Yes. But bro, you can set up that whole movie theater on fire with. Yeah, a flame but they're throw. not. They're not the real flame. Uh, uh, Silver and gold just made the same fucking point. They're not the same flamethrowers you see in like the military and shit like that. The flamethrowers no, that are. you could buy. It's not the same as the military where they they take down all those crops and shit. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one they were selling one at the gun range. It Get was, the fuck out of yeah, here! Yeah, and they were showing a video of it of how far it shoots the flame. Okay, that's absurd. Let's see. Uh, Benoit asks, "Where can we see some stand up this week, Pantels? And does Poseidon envision himself doing stand up? As cringe as that would be." He knows a bit better after the um, after his uh, karaoke. You know, he knows his strengths. They're not in stand-up. I tried to get him to do five minutes on a show a couple of weeks ago just to fuck around in, in the terror in his eyes. I was like, what? So, you know, stand-up's not for everyone. He's not a storyteller, as you guys no. know. He doesn't have stand-up, but he's comedy adjacent, you know? No. Uh, as for this week, uh, I think Thursday night in the West Island, Duns, I think, they're doing a show with Joey Elias. Um, and I think I'm going to jump on that because I'm trying to work out some stuff for my hour. So I don't know if it's going to be any good because I'm, you know, I got I have no choice, man. I got to test some shit out. Is this on the weekend? There. No, this Thursday. Uh, on the weekend, I always recommend going to Comedy Nest, uh, for, for especially for English comedy. If not, go to um, the Bordel. The problem is with Mike's Club is uh, it's reserved for months. Like the, I think it's booked uh. till, till till November. Really? Two shows a night. Yeah, it's it's the hottest thing, bro. You don't fuck with Mike. Uh, let's see. Apart from that, uh, also remember that there's there's some certain shows like if you guys are actually coming down to for just for laughs for my show for me and Mike and Dave Landa all that stuff. There's also other shows like uh, Montreal's like Reese is doing his Rad Dad's show I think a few days before me. He, so his parents talking about like jokes about having kids. Um, Carmen Lynch, I spoke to her. She's a friend of uh, Gino's, a friend of uh, some of the friends that we have uh, down there in New York. Uh, Gino Bisconti was telling me good things about her too. She's coming doing her one hour here as well. Just for Laughs, Carmen Lynch. She's from New York. So you could watch her show as well. So you have options. Is it coming down or coming up? Let's see. Gambit, you should be their Oracle in Pentel's Comedy Studio. Yeah, like the Oracle, like uh, like fucking Batman or fucking Gambit, bam, comes in with all this oh, shit. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. That's how I'm seeing it. Got to figure some that's shit out. That's a good idea. Got to go. Dan says, happy Canada. Yeah, happy Canada Day, everybody, for tomorrow. Let's in see. Quebec, it's moving day. <laughs> Norm on Conan is stuff of legends. Norm Macdonald, when was he on Conan recently? Because the only thing I've heard about Conan recently was the numbers because we were comparing with Mike's for Mike's French podcast because it has bigger numbers than Conan because Conan gets, I think, 600-something thousand per episode. Mike gets like a million point something. So Conan was on the lower uh, spectrum of all the late night people. God damn. It's the way they market things now and and... The, it's saturated. Plus, people get fed up when, when you know that someone's not being genuine because they can't say what they want to see. Yeah. Like, you have to have... Um, like, I always wondered that because, you know, I always wanted... You know, back in the day, it was get a late-night spot. Even though I was on Rogan, which is supposed to be the biggest thing now for comics. But still, you know, you always want to do a late-night spot. I don't know if, if guys like me anymore can do late-night spots. You know? Because of the politics. Yeah, not yeah. I'm not a political guy, but it's because of the humor. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tobias says, Whoa, I thought you would take the day off with all that travel and work. Oh, for today? Nah, I never take off. I'm always working. He knows. Yeah. Always uh, always keeping busy. I don't know how you do it. Nobody knows how I fucking do it. You know, what the, you know what the secret is? 
What? Just slowly die inside. <laughs> I'm, I'm always, I'm always tired. Yeah, I'm always editing. I'm, even last night, I was up to like three in the morning looking at your videos to see Jesus. what you see what you shot, what I can use. You know, I, I really don't know how you do it because me, I went home with, with the goal in mind of uh, you know packing some shit yeah. for the move, and then I lie down for two minutes and I passed out. I dude, you got to keep. I'm always, I always have to be doing something because no one's gonna do shit for you, and yeah, I know. Uh, you know, if you don't work, uh, like fucking you, YouTube is. You know, saying like YouTube is evil. They're saying, yeah, there's no money on YouTube. No, there's no. I, I even did because um, I remember people were saying PayPal. So I created like a PayPal for Pantella's Live. So it's PayPal.me slash Pantella's Live. But I don't even know what to use it for because, like I said, I don't want people sending money if it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I had it set up and then I realized I go, I don't even want people to donate to the chat anymore because fucking YouTube takes like fucking 30% or 40 whatever the fuck they Well, take. you had told me the number it was, it was, uh, it was high. It was more than 50. No, they don't take more no? than 50. No. It was like forty five percent. Yeah, exactly. Forty five percent. Oh, there you go. Which is fucking which high. Which is almost half. It's fucking high. It's fucking high. So I don't know, but I have it set up. So one day we'll figure something out. It might be for um yeah, and you get taxed too, and I'm gonna get taxed up the ass too. So they, they keep everything. So um but I wanna figure out one day when we have a goal in mind, like oh we wanna attain this, then we'll open it up, take donations, so we can do something that everybody benefits from. But just to donate to the chat and stuff, I know people like the show and stuff. Uh, these motherfuckers take a lot of the money. So I don't want you guys losing your your because I know they want to give it to me they want to give it to us yeah. but you're you're giving them half the money so fuck them you know yeah uh, yeah but you got to work hard man I'm always you know we have the the fucking the podcast every day I'm doing so you, you, always always you got to fucking uh, and all the people that are fucking lazy and complain like I know open micers like that that always bitch They're like oh how are you doing this oh you got lucky because you did I didn't get fucking lucky for anything I'm always fucking working I don't sleep until eleven fucking a.m. I'm always fucking working. I don't sleep until one, all that shit. And you know what I'm talking about. You've yeah. been with me a long time. You got to fucking work. You got to hustle. I did wake up super early, though, this morning. I woke up at 6, 6.30. I'm proud of you. In order to... Because uh, I got my sleep in, you know? Mm. 6, 6.30, and I just... I, I was moving shit. I threw out so much shit, bro. You know how much shit I have that I've never used in ages? Ages. So here... Yeah, Flatcat, that's why I said don't donate. Even to PayPal yet. I have it there, but don't donate because I don't have anything to do with the money. Like, I don't. we don't have a goal. I don't want to just take... Um, you guys don't have to pay me for this. I'm happy to do that. I do this because I'm having fun. Um, what I want to do, and it's probably going to end up happening, is I because I don't want, basically, I don't want um, money to be coming in from fans. I'd rather it be coming from advertisers. I'd rather take advertisers' money and fans get to enjoy everything for free. That's what I want. So um, I have that one company that is gonna, they're going to do a test for three episodes in, uh, in August. Uh, it's a gambling site. Um, and if it works, they're going to, you know, pay for sponsorship for more. That's what I want. I want to get more ads for Pantella's podcast and for Pantella's live. I, I'm using them as a package deal. So whoever wants, it counts like they get a two for one, basically. Because yeah. I do one episode of this guaranteed every week. And then Pantella's podcast is whenever I can get a podcast out. So um, that's what I want to do. So I want them to pay. I see they, they, they get the sponsors and everybody enjoys everything for free. It's the same problem I had with Patreon. People were like, you should do Patreon. But then you're kind of limiting, you know, like, look. Fucking silver and gold, but to had to donate something because you see, you just gave YouTube money. Um, but don't worry, one day we're gonna figure this out. Get the ad advertisers' money, and then we could do cool shit. Cause you know everybody, you're already donating your time. Yeah. You know you're watching this, you're sharing this, you're already you're already doing your part. And nowadays, time is money. Time is fucking money. So everyone's already do you know they're enjoying it. I don't like uh, I don't like advertisers getting away with it. Gabe says Patreon. Yeah, but even I don't know how much Patreon takes. Um, but also that's what I want. I want, uh, we're going to set up more merch 
And we want to have better merch and cheaper merch, too. We're, we're trying to get a good price range for that because just to get it out there. So merch, because you're getting something, you know? Like maybe the stupid shit I say as in, in quotes. What do you mean? Um, oh, for what to put on the merch? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just I want merch so that people actually pay, but they're getting something, you know? So And we get a small percentage, if anything, from the merch and from advertisers because then everybody still gets all this shit for free, right? That's what I want. I want people to be able because it's a different time now. And then advertisers, like, motherfucker, you want to advertise? Pay. Uh, the fan, you know, the fans. The same yeah. thing, I'm, I'm going to speak um, to Keith because I let Keith know about, like, how much, exp- like, you know, growing up and everything was, uh, you know, helped so many startups, you know, uh, video games, like, I, uh, real work, you know? So I have ideas of also on Compound how to do it because, um, yeah, oh, got to stay with the bundles, gas or Compound or the Patreon guys. Yeah, so... He knows that they're going to fall flat. Tom, Tom's mentioning it too. So there's different models of how to do things. Gas right now, I think, does it uh, the better way. The fact that you're paying, uh, it's kind of like how Patreon is. You're paying for not exclusivity. You're kind of paying for time ex- to get it first. And then things go on iTunes. and on. It's more of something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. You, it's more of not to isolate people because then it's hard to grow. Like what they were trying to tell Kevin Brennan. Because then yeah. it's hard to grow. Because then let's say let's say I have a fucking let's say I have ten fans. You have ten fans. Mike has ten fans, right? You start a network, and then you have those thirty fans. Okay, it's harder. You have to keep bringing in more shows yeah. to bring in more fans because they can't see it. Other people can't see it to get in. But if you release for those thirty fans because they're paying, they get exclusively, and then a week later, it goes out on the YouTube or whatever, then people who don't know you are going to see you be like, oh, fuck. Oh, I like this. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want to wait. I want to subscribe also. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Because more people see you. So you need to switch that model. Because if you're just based on new shows, you gain the subscribers, but then you fall flat. You stagnate. Because who else is going to come? They don't know. You have yeah. to put shit out there. It's a different time now. You have to put shit out there so people can yeah. see you. and yeah, yeah. You know? And all this stuff is also advertising, especially if you're a comedian. You ad- you're advertising yourself. Yeah. People like you. People come out to your shows. You know, you that, that's how you do it. It's not uh, by just trying to steal everyone's money and be like, you have to pay for this, you have to pay for this, you have to pay for that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. First of all, how much money do you think people have? They're going to fucking pay for everything. All the, Like, it's fucking crazy yeah. at some point. Like, you got to be reasonable. Look at Suzakut. Exactly. You got the, you need these packages. You you have to get these packages, exclusivity for a limited time and all that. Just ask Louis C.K. Well, you know what, Silver and Gold? You make a good point about Louis uh, when he did his special, when he was releasing it himself after for five bucks and all that. People said he was crazy. Like, that's a stupid thing. And he made so much money just on the first day because he would keep all the money. He distributed himself. He's like, I'll just put it on YouTube or on my website. You pay five bucks, get it if you like it, or three bucks or whatever. And then look at, like, Andrew Schultz, who fucking uh, put it on YouTube for free in segments, his stand-up. So you might, not, you might not like a certain joke. Like, people were like, oh, I'm offended by this tranny joke, right? But then you saw another one of his clips, and you're like, I like this one. Let me go look at this. Let me go look at this, you know? He forced you to go into the wormer hole. You get it? Instead of releasing a special one shot, he released it week by week in pieces. That's smart. Kind of like, up, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, Tobias, no, uh, I'll tell you what happened. So we went uh, to Anthony's house. And uh, first we, we, were, we were hanging out with Anthony. We were talk- fucking Anthony, good good host. Very. Super nice to us. And we're hanging out in the backyard, uh, just shooting the shit. I was asking, you know me, I was asking all kinds of questions that if I had him on a podcast, I would have asked the same questions about... Um, about, uh, you know, the old ONA days, you know, how does he feel, what happened here, you know, certain stories that I was curious about. 
um, and he was fucking super gracious. He was answering all the questions. He's, he's a very, he's still like such a good storyteller. And then we went to do karaoke because he wanted us to do karaoke. And we had a lot of fun making fun of Poseidon. And you we were just singing, having fun. Uh, me, you, Guido Grasso, Mike was there. And then it was like around four in the morning. And I'm the one who had to force Mike because everyone was already drunk. Be like, guys, get the fuck out of here because we got to leave. We got to check out at 11. So I'm also the guy who woke everyone up in the morning too because, again, nobody fucking wakes up. Everybody's fucking sleeping. Yeah. Um, like, guys, we got to get out in half an hour. Oh, but what happened? Okay, you're going to get So we get to the, uh, whatever. So we're at the, the Airbnb. It's about an hour before, ch- it's about 10 a.m. And I start hearing loud banging at the door. And I immediately get aggressive inside, okay? Because first I thought it was Poseidon. <laughs> I got locked out. And I'm like, this <laughs> stupid motherfucker. I go, I'm not opening the door. Fuck him. So I wait in here. Again, I wake up. I call Poseidon. I thought he was on his phone. He was upstairs. He's like, no, I'm still sleeping, bro. I go, well, we're like in 40 minutes. We got to get the fuck out of here. What's going on? Someone's knocking yeah, on the door. Yeah, I was so confused when you go, asked me. Yeah, so Poseidon's like, it's not me. So Poseidon goes downstairs, opens the door. There's like, a, what is it, like one Mexican lady and a Mexican guy? Yeah. No, just a lady. And what'd you tell her? You're like, what do you want? And she's like, can I come in? Or what? Yeah, and I'm like, like, no. No, get the fuck out of here. You know? I look at the time. I go, uh, I oh, yeah, you were trying to say 11. Yeah. So he's like, 11. She's like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was brushing my teeth and I was yeah. laughing because I could hear Poseidon being like, Once, this and one. He's trying yeah, to tell her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he, he's trying to explain to her in Spanish that checkout is at fucking 11. Leave me alone. Yeah. And she was still talking in the hallway. She was being annoying. She was trying to get in. So then uh, I wake up Mike. I'm like, Mike, we got to get out. We got 20 minutes. So I'm gathering all our stuff. You know, we're getting ready. We're, we're packing. And uh, finally, it's it's uh, just about a minute left. she kept left. being annoying. She kept being annoying. She kept knocking, trying to come in. She was fucking annoying. So then Poseidon's leaving. And she per- she was acting like she doesn't speak English. So if she didn't speak English, she shouldn't have understood what I was going to tell Poseidon. So Poseidon, I'm like, here, grab all her. So Poseidon has our stuff. He's going to take him in the car. And as soon as he opens the door, she's in front of him. She's trying to cut to get in the house while he's leaving. I yell, like, hey, Poseidon, and leave the gun in the car. She does a 180 and goes back and waits in the hallway like this with her arms crossed. Didn't want anything to do with coming in. But I thought you don't speak English. <laughs> but you understood when I said there's a fucking gun on him. You got that one. Oh, okay. boy. Bullshit. So uh, we pack up, we leave, and that's when, like, Mike, we were talking, and Mike's like, well, why would we go to the airport since uh, Poseidon will probably make it the same time we do? Um, Let's, uh, yeah, nice move. I said the gun thing is like, oh, she's fucking pretending she doesn't understand, you know? Uh, And we still gave her a tip. We left her 20 bucks just so, but it's just annoying. Like, fuck off. Checkout is checkout. We're not going to leave an hour early. I'm I'm hanging out with a bunch of drunks. Because I'll tell you why she's like that. Because they have contracts. She probably works for a cleaning company. Mm. And and basically the the person who owns that property probably hi- probably hires that. That's company. how it is, yeah. And she just and wanted to get in and out. Yeah, in and out, facade, sh- you know, move on to the next. Yeah, one. Yeah, I don't if give she's a fuck. late to the next one, then whatever, it creates a chain fucking reaction. I don't give a fuck, you know. But we weren't messy people, anyways. There probably wasn't much to clean up. Just what, sh- throw shit in the clean shit and just you know redo the bed. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we 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 man, but also we were fast. I cleaned up everything. Like we didn't leave it a mess. We 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 yeah, take yeah. care of where we are. So we get in the car, like I said, uh, for the people who missed it earlier, Mike figured, why wait all day at the airport? We're going to make it around the same time even earlier if we just go straight with Poseidon. So we did that, and then I got, a, I got a text message that our flight was delayed. So we made it home around 6, 6.15, and that's when we were supposed to leave, and I got a text that the flight was delayed till 9.30 at night. And then I got a text in the morning when I woke up, the flight was delayed till like, what is it, 5, 6 in the morning, shit like that. So if we had stayed and actually took in the plane and not drove with him, we wouldn't have made it. Like, we would have been there for a day and it would have caused the whole shitstorm. So and what you are would the have odds? Been huh? Having a meltdown. 
Yeah. Oh, I would have. Fu- yeah. 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 So what are the odds that? Uh, yeah, you never know. Sometimes how yeah. life works works yeah. out. And then you were. Ma- you were <laughs> I remember when I was driving down there, you were making fun of me because I took a rental. Oh yeah, you did. You didn't need a rental because you have a car, but you had all these excuses. Well, no. On, uh, look, so Poseidon honest says, to God, "What song all. did I sing for karaoke?" Um, I sang two songs. The first one I sang wasn't on. It was before they started recording on Periscope. It was um, um, "Sitting at the Dock of the Bay," Otis Redding. I remember. I liked that song, so I sang that. And then the one that was on Periscope was uh, Joe Cocker. Um, uh, fuck, what Joe Cocker song was it? Wait, you recorded on Periscope? Uh, on wherever he was. Instagram, wherever the fuck Anthony was Instagram recording. Instagram Live. Instagram Live. I don't know. Yeah. Calm down. Why are you so offended? Because um, I haven't heard that word in like forever. I, was like, I, don't know, I thought it was. But it was Joe Cocker. Oh, love lifts us up where we belong. Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, I remember yeah, that was that one. And then I don't think I, I sang anything else. Uh, sitting on a cock because I'm gay. <laughs> Yeah, Tom. Tom, uh, Tom actually has uh, some good fine lines if you pay uh, attention. Poseidon was good. It was on Periscope. Yeah, it was on Periscope. Oh, it was on Periscope. It was, uh, he put it on everywhere. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, you know, Poseidon was fun because Poseidon, even though he has no rhythm, doesn't understand music, he he was getting into it, so he was still making it fun for everyone. The he energy, was actually trying the energy. the energy. It was garbage, you know, like that's me in the corner. <laughs> but you know, and it was better than him being like that's me in the corner. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I realized in the beginning. Because in the beginning, I actually tried. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I could do this. Maybe I, and like, th- about five seconds in, I realized, I don't know, I'm pretty fucking shit at this. Might as well just have fun with yeah, it. Just you know, make people it. laugh. I mean, I know now. I know. But by the way, Anthony Cumia, that well, I guess I should have known from before because he used to do those sing competitions. But he can actually sing. Yeah. Mike and too, it, man. Mike too can fucking sing. Mike had a. He was. He was like a 21. Uh, he was what? Um, for 21 weeks, number one in the charts here in the 90s with that song that he had. Uh, Mike can actually they have actual voices and it's funny because you can't really I think on the internet with like live you can't actually hear it how good it is yeah. but, but I remember when Anthony Kumi was singing I remember I turned to Mike Ward I was like well, dude he can fucking when sing when I heard him and I was like yeah. wait a wait a and then Mike what? starts laughing Mike's like yeah you didn't know you fucking idiot like he was in a band like he used to yeah. sing with it and uh, I guess with all the karaoke all the years now he has his basement he can sing whatever the fuck he wants yeah. so he's, he can actually fucking sing it, and it's always weird because I like singing, but I'm not good at it. Like it's not something I have. But I love music, and I love singing. I love soul songs. I love the old yeah, soul yeah. music. So I wish I could sing, but uh, it's that I love seeing uh, like talent, but and I love musical talent. Like if someone can play an instrument well or sing, especially singing for some reason, fucking love that shit. And him and Mike, Mike has a fucking voice too. Because singing is you. You can't learn singing. I, I don't know if you can because you're singing lessons. I don't know. No, they're singing lessons. You can learn how to master your sing, like you know, different. No, you can learn to sing, mm. but you have to. Yeah, you can learn. It's not like comedy where you have a sense of humor. Or you don't. You can learn how to control your voice, but if you don't do it when you're young, and you you don't have that singing. Yeah, I guess. Um, it must be super difficult. Like me right now, I think I'm too old to learn how to sing. I don't think I could do it. I should have been singing, but I love music, and I love yeah. like I, I love singing to myself. But I know it's not good for the public. <laughs> But I was more in shock when Mike sang. I was really not expecting. He has a raspy, um, yeah, soul voice, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this is fucking Mustang good. Mustang Sally. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, whoa, this is fucking good, bro. <laughs> and we met brother Joe. We met his brother. His brother was at the show. Yeah, nice guy. He's another guy that uh, had to deal with all kinds of fucking harassment online. That must be so weird. Yeah. 
Yeah. I met way too many people. You met a lot of people. Of, to keep track of, like... To contract of. No. I met so many people. Who gave me the AIDS? No, to keep track of mentally, like, who's yeah. who. So I just, I'm like, I don't know who this person is, but yeah. Poseidon is the biggest singer on 2DM, though. Poseidon is the star. Because that's him in the corner! <laughs> I even started doing, like... <laughs> I started doing... Yeah, he was this. bowing. He's like, thank you. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> I did Bohemian Rhapsody, which I butchered as well. Oh, but yeah, that was rough. Oh, and then but it you, was still funny. There was that third song. You guys had to stop me. You were like, "Oh no, this is this is terrible." Yeah, there was one song that we there had to stop because it was uh, "Sex." I, I want my sex or something. Yeah. It was just. It wasn't even enjoyable. It was just like, and I was doing this. I want your sex. Yeah, he had his weird voice. I want your sex because me in my head I was like, oh, like this is a old school sex song, you know? No, so, I wish it was "I Want Sex and Candy." That would have been good. But him, Jesus he has no rhythm, true. so it would have been like. I want sex and candy. <laughs> like, yeah, Prince. And Mike sang a Prince song too. He sang um, a Purple Rain. Yeah, he did that pretty yeah. well too. Yeah, he's good. Uh, some people have uh, more talents than one, sir. Yeah. Some people have none. You're going to use me as an example. You decide you? who it is. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, you're going to come over to my house after this, huh? Yes. Eat some ribs. Oh. We're making ribs. Oh. Yeah. Red meat. <laughs> let's see. Joe is a brilliant guitarist. Yeah, I hadn't seen him, but uh, let's see. Karaoke and Gluten Fest crossover. You know what? For the next event, the the, the next Gluten Fest event, it'll be in, uh, like a big. We want to do it public, bigger. M- Mike so there singing. might be some karaoke. There might be some like just to have everyone fuck around. Because the one thing at Governors for, for those um, for the the one thing at Governors for for the people that weren't there. They, um, I think people really wanted to do that Q and A, to speak with that, you know, because mm. it's someone that they've listened to on the radio for years, the O and A days. Now, you know, it's someone that they feel they know, someone that they were playing in their cars and their houses, yeah. so they had questions. So I went out because this thing. So time was, you know, leaving, uh, t- time was um, passing. So I went out on stage when they were doing with with, with Landau, and people were like, "Oh, Pantelis came out to do something." But the only reason why I went out was to steer the conversation to let them uh, to get Keith to go out with a mic to let people ask questions cuz I saw that it was becoming like more of a like a one-sided thing. Yeah. And I was like, mm, a lot of these people came out to uh yeah. to talk to him, you know. They're curious. They yeah, so I went out, I said, "Fuck, it, what are they going to do? I'm going to go on stage with with and things I'm going to get mad, you know, he's going to laugh." So I went out and then I said, "Go, you know what we should do." <laughs> and they should ask questions. And then people were like, "Oh, yes, finally. Yes, yeah, quite." I snapped a picture of you pointing. Yeah, because I had to, because I felt like they were going to miss their opportunity. Because, yeah. you know, you get caught up. Even us sometimes, we have a conversation, want to yeah. take it somewhere, and then you get caught up. And then you forget, yeah. You forget. So I wanted them to get that opportunity. So I think that for the next Glutton Fest, we want to make it public, and we want to have more. We, I don't just want people sitting down. I want to have, like, events, you know, whether it's karaoke, like, yeah. just people having fun and talking to each other. Because what ends up happening is you meet people at these events, and people meet each other that they've talked to online or wherever. They have yeah. similar interests, you know, yeah, yeah. and they become friends. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, where do you live? Fuck, that's not far from me. And I have the same, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, you, yeah, yeah. and they build friendships. Like how it used to be back in the day with concerts, with metal concerts. People used to meet each other. And be like, oh, fuck, this is a cool-ass dude. Yeah, or speed dating with Poseidon. Uh, we get all the eligible uh, gay guys to just go on a, you know, each of them plead their case to Poseidon. I cook. Poseidon's like, but I'm not gay. All right, I'm out. Then another <laughs> guy comes. He's like, I clean. Still not gay. <laughs> Leaves. Another guy comes. He's like, I have a McLaren. Poseidon's like, I'm very gay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I knew you were going somewhere with this. I was like, like you said, I'm so gay right now. 
I was like, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, where's the catch? And there was the catch. Um, I wanted to say something. I always wanted to learn instruments. Yeah. I always had a fascination for instruments. I always liked the piano. I loved the piano and the guitar. I always wanted to learn. Speaking of singing and all that. Yeah. Piano might be harder. Yeah. Piano is very difficult from what I've heard. Guitar is a little, a lot more simpler. But not like electric guitar, like acoustic guitar. Yeah. Well, if you learn one, then you could transition. Yeah. I never had the time. I always yeah. wanted to learn an instrument, but I'm always fucking working. So I never had the time to learn uh, yeah. to learn how to play an instrument. Now it's too late. What am I going to do with an instrument? Now I got to learn how to write comedy. That's what I got to yeah. focus on. Uh, let's see. Uh, you see Flat Cat and fucking Marvin. They became friends over comedy. Fucking Jimmy Blackman. Jimmy Blackman, we met over comedy. Jimmy Blackman became my friend. He's friends with all of us, actually. And uh, it was all from uh, from comedy and fucking compound and talking to yeah. people and shit. Let's see. Pat from Munaki. <laughs> all of the old fucking ONA guys need to... Uh, fucking get together and do some kind of reunion. That that would be the best if there's an ONA goddamn reunion show, which I don't think can happen unless I'm in the middle. I'm telling you, I feel like I could make this happen. I feel like I'm that guy that could do it because I don't give a fuck about your, you know? Your feud. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about your feud. And you do, you you you, you, you could smack people around. I feel like I, ha- I I could smack reason into people. Yeah. yeah. Like, listen here, you motherfucker. Have you thought of doing a Franglais podcast? Do you mean just a, a French podcast? Is that what you're asking, Gambit? Uh, I don't think that would be funny for people. Or it would be funny for the wrong reasons. I don't know. I'm trying to think. The good thing is, I was thinking about this, because I didn't, since, since I own my own website, right? Um, and we could host unlimited amount of stuff. Uh, we could create multiple podcasts. So if you ever wanted to, you could create your own podcast, and I could host it off my site. And it could true. go to iTunes and all that shit. Because you know what I wanted to do a while back? And I had some... And I recorded when I was in Greece a few years ago. I recorded purposely audio in the airport in the plane all that like i had all these because uh, i wanted to create uh, remember how back in the day they used to have like radio plays so i was writing a script and i was gonna get my actor friends to come in the studio and record lines all that i wanted to do a and i still might do it a uh, a podcast but it's more of a radio play and it's a story but the way the story unfolds it's not like those um i don't know if you heard these like podcasts they have now that are stories it's like a narrator who's like and then no no this happened and then it's like you cut to that scene I don't want that. The way I want to do it was um, um, there's no narrator. You're basically explained to it in the beginning of the description, but it's like you're getting tapes. You only hear tapes from uh, like old recordings of this. And it was basically, these are uh, high, uh, my story was about these people in the military, like black ops type of shit. Oh, shit. Like like high end, you know, um, you know, uh, top secret Illuminati type shit, right? And they're all implanted with these microchips that record everything they say and it's stored somewhere. And that's what you're hearing. You're hearing the surviving tapes. Oh, shit. It's kind of like in, in video games when you pick up those tapes. Exactly. And they start exactly. It's like that. Oh, I, I, I thought about shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the best uh, That's analogy. a good idea because uh, whenever I play games, sometimes it's so interesting what that tape says. Because you're hearing. Because it, it with a narrator, okay, for children, you want it narrated. Like, and then he lifted his arm. No, no. But for adults, if you it, it, there's something about putting the pieces together from a conversation, right? And yeah. all the audio that I was using, like all the extra stuff, like all the um, background noise, wasn't fake. It was real stuff that I recorded across Europe. I have recordings of of buses, uh, airlines. It's all real stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, and I was already writing the script, but then I got so busy. Two Drink Minimum started, and uh, I got really busy. Cause, but uh, I still have all the old audio files for the, for the background stuff because I wanted to. I didn't want to use. Um, I didn't want to use stock. I like the idea of. Oh, fuck, yeah. They said that they're in Athens or whatever, and I hear in the background 
like Greek. I hear in the background the the airport and all that. I hear yeah, know, the accent, yeah, yeah. It's the, it, all that. So all the different places. So I, that's why I was recording. I had my recorder and I was recording all the different uh, places we were at. Very interesting. Yeah, because yeah. because sometimes in video games you'll pick up like a a clip, it'll start playing, and then you'll literally stop the game to listen to it. Yeah. So you know? shit like that. So and, and and the story that I had was pretty elaborate. Like I was doing like the story map and stuff. It was pretty elaborate. Interesting. Uh, it went into like Illuminati shit. Oh shit! Alien shit. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, bro. Oh no, you have to crazy. do this. It was crazy. Yeah. You gotta do this. And I had like uh, what's his name? Peter James was gonna be the main. I because I didn't want to be the main guy in it because yeah. my voice. Because uh, anybody who listens to my podcast can be like, it just sounds like Pantalis. So it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Like he's a you know he's a. He's a secret CIA guy, but it's Pantels. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had him because he has a deep voice. He does. He was going to be the main guy. Oh, fuck. That's out. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be cool. Uh, hopefully, I have some time in the future and, and we can make that happen, too. And uh, I don't have a name for it or anything. But I just thought, you know, just to change the game up a bit. Yeah. Something. Let's see. Switch it up. Let's see here. Uh... <laughs> he did eat saying? 10 pounds on Su- Gapes he didn't eat 10 pounds on Suzukut this motherfucker because he kept um, not eating remember at Suzukut he would have a bite and he, he tricked all of us this son of a bitch uh, Gambit we talked last week on, on Pantel's Live about the um, Bob Lazar interview on Joe Rogan some people like it some people don't uh, I like that I love that alien shit uh, I believe him let's see 10 pounds of truth with Pantelis and Poseidon <laughs> <laughs> quit lying to me eat this hot dog Let's see. Uh, at least he shit himself. Yeah, and he made that money. Um, you're right. He deserves me to capitalize. Still not sure what he thinks of the ghost photo he showed on Kumia. What? What ghost photo? I didn't show. Did I show a ghost photo? I remember that. I didn't show anything on Kumia. Well, you weren't there, but I don't remember. Uh, what does Suzuku translate? I mean, technically, it, it translates to under listen, but it just means like. Uh, or Suzuku. under surveillance, surveillance. Yeah, like Suzuku, like he, he's, yeah, he's Suzuku. He's under surveillance. He's, yeah. you're listening to it, yeah. kind of thing, you know. Surveying. He shot his pants for two thousand dollars. That's amazing. Yeah, I still can't believe I did that. Robert O'Neill, the guy who killed Bin Laden. What happened to that guy? Wasn't the helicopter shot down not too long afterwards or some shit? And he, oh yeah, SEAL Team Six, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a cover up. Ten pounds. Who measures in pounds? <laughs> Fucking shit. How many kills? Uh, yeah, that? he was an American hero. What did he? Did he die? Was he killed? I remember SEAL Team Six. I didn't watch the movie because I didn't want to get uh, indoctrinated with bullshit. Because um, they always change it from the real shit. Um, he's alive. I remember there was something about that SEAL Team Six, like their helicopter got shut down. It was very suspicious. He's Not too long after, twice. yeah. Not too long after they shot uh, Osama. He showed a ghost photo. What did, what does he mean? Who shot a ghost photo? Did Poseidon really get a rub and tug, or did he just buy an iPhone charger? It was uh, eighty five bucks, sixty five bucks. How much 85. was it? Eighty five bucks. Eighty five bucks. No, yeah. it was eighty, but I gave her eighty seven. Oh yeah, he gave her seven dollar tip. So 80. yeah, <laughs> it was so funny because <laughs> I was like, and here have this. I go seven dollars. I go because <laughs> I was like in euphoria after coming, you know. Okay, so no Gambit says that the helicopter crashed when they went to get. So I guess they're alive. They crashed when they were going to get him. Wait, what? I'm I'm confused. The so cr- they weren't in the helicopter when it I crashed? guess they were, but they survived. They jumped out or whatever, bro. You you witnessed a crash yesterday. There was a crash. Yeah. Nobody died. It's true, yeah. Yeah. A ghost photo. Oh fuck, I want to take a look at that shit. I don't know anymore what the fucking ghosts. I don't know. I've never seen a ghost. 
But just because I haven't seen a ghost yeah. doesn't mean that it's not real. It's just that I don't know. There is some creepy shit that falls. Creepy shit does happen. I, I have witnessed a lot of creepy you shit. Know? But never ghost. Me neither. Yeah, you know, and noises could be anything. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, my homeboy, oh, the operator. A lot of the times it's our imagination that comes into play. You shut your whore mouth. You don't know anything about my imagination. Let's I see. I don't think I want to. Sorry, Poseidon. It's just because I got to um, put in a special code here Ha-ha. in order to access my Twitter That's so that I can code? see what uh, they sent me. So, yeah, they sent me the um, Marvin sent me the guy's Twitter account. Okay, nice. Very nice. Okay. All right. So we got that up. I'm going to follow that guy. Uh, I want to take a look at that ghost photo too later once we're done. Take a look, see what the fuck's going on over there. I'm curious about it too. So the helicopter crashed and the seals blew the helicopter uh, because it was a secret prototype stealth helicopter. No seals were hurt or lost in the operation. Fucking Gambit. Gambit really is the oracle the oracle Fuck. of uh, this podcast. He's Pantel's comedy oracle. He is, yeah. Yeah. Once this fucking thing starts making money, we're bringing him in the fucking studio. He's going to be our Jamie. Let's see. Uh, I'll find the screenshot. Yes, get the episode. Yeah, 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 send it over so I can watch that. Has Poseidon seen uh, Zero Dark Thirty? No. No, he hasn't. What's it about? A military movie. It's about Zero Dark Thirty, I think, is about the operation that they killed us on the land. I don't think I have. Yeah, I know you haven't. It I, rings a bell, though. I've, I've watched a lot of military movies because I, I enjoy them. Yeah. I know you haven't seen this. No. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it was, I think, at one point. I don't think it is anymore. Uh. Jimmy Blackman has ghost stories. You, hey, Jimmy, if you like, uh, if you like ghost stories, uh, would you be offended if I recommend a podcast for you? It's called uh, Anything Ghost, and it's this guy with a funky voice, and he narrates ghost stories that people send in. So basically, you can send in a ghost story, and he puts it on the podcast, and he he narrates it, or you can even record yourself telling the story. And he'll put that on his podcast. It's called Anything Ghost. Yeah. Anything this guy's ghost. not paying for advertising. Just, just, I've, I've listened to the podcast, so I know... Uh, and he just talks about ghost stories? Yeah, just a creepy little thing. C forces the word fuck a lot. Was, I don't know who that is. I work in the aerospace industry and make some military shit. Pretty cool. Our company just developed a new version of the Osprey called the Valor. Pretty cool. Oh, fucking... Goddamn right, Mega Mail. It's not fucking around. What's called Valor? What? 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 Yeah. So they're he he works in aerospace right now. Yeah. And but uh, they're they're doing some cutting edge military shit. Really? Yeah. Let's see another Barbara Gordon reference. <laughs> but uh, isn't isn't the military always doing cutting edge shit? Yeah, well, no. But like, there's cutting edge that you know about, and then there's that bleeding edge shit that you don't even know. Like the Bob Lazar thing. What's interesting is that. If it is technology, if it's not, uh, I mean, if it if it's not alien, if it's military technology, it's super advanced. It's like uh, nowhere near the consumer level. Because it was they were talking about uh, anti gravity. Yeah. No, there's no consumer company that works on that. They can't. Any paranormal stories that you guys have experienced. Oh, this would be interesting. I would like to but, hear... But I don't want to get into it since the show's almost over. I'd rather do it next it? week. I, it's four minutes away from, from done. So oh, I'd rather do it next week because I want people to get... Uh, we could sell some stories and maybe they could tell some stories. 
And if you guys want, you know what? Because that guy does it. I don't have that many paranormal stories. No, because that guy does it. The Anything Ghost podcast or whatever, he does it too. Um, so if you guys want to send in, remember uh, askpantelis at gmail.com. I have to open, I have to make sure that account, I can still use it because uh, I keep forgetting the fucking passwords to this account. Um, let's see, just subscribe to Anything Ghost. I love ghost stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to listen to. But it only comes out like once a month or something. The guy's, you know, he, he takes his time. But yeah, if you, if you want, you guys could take voice recordings. You know, um, I didn't stop taking just that somebody had sent me questions on voice last time and he was like in his car. It was you couldn't hear him well. Okay. So I was like, fuck, man, I can't put this on the podcast. Nobody can hear, <laughs> you know. So if you want, you could use your fucking phone mic or whatever and uh, record audio clips and send them in. Uh, like, let's say if you if you pace yourself and you re- and you record a good little story and there's haunted shit, send it over. We could fucking use those. Maybe do like an audio thing where we listen to someone's story. Yeah. Do you remember that thing you did? Uh I think it was on the 4H, and you haunted. You added haunted noises. Do you remember? Uh, it was an episode with uh, so the 4H podcast. Is the first podcast I ever did. I used to do it for years with my friends. Yeah, you did this for one of the episodes. Um, you added haunted noises, like ooh, like. Uh, oh, we were just doing a ha- Halloween episode. Yeah, uh, just yeah. yeah. Post production, I added. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I added sound effects that to make it more cool. creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's nothing special. Just. When I have time, that's what I do. When I have time, yeah. I edit. Uh, that's why I didn't want people, like, originally, people were like, oh, the podcast doesn't matter, video. Like, the two gentlemen, just have one wide shot, and that's it. Like, no, I want to I wanna cut between. I, I, even this, Pantel's Live, I don't have the chance to cut too often, yeah. right, because I'm, I'm busy talking. But I'd rather have different angles, have both on screen. I don't want to just have uh, this one, the wide it's shot. It's nicer because it also gets people engaged. Yeah, this one. keeps people engaged, I mean. This one's fine for a bit, but it gets, uh, it gets boring. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Point is, before I forget to start plugging shit, tell your friends about Compound Media. Tell your friends about all that. They use promo code Canada20 and they'll get themselves 20% off. And uh, help us out at Two Drink Minimum. Help us out by going to iTunes, uh, going to Stitcher, going wherever the fuck you get your podcast. Go to YouTube right here. There's a Two Drink Minimum channel. Subscribe to this one and subscribe to the Two Drink Minimum channel on the YouTube. Share it with your friends. L- tell them, look at these two crazy Canucks and their fucking autistic uh, sidekick. It's um, it's a hoot. It's a goddamn holler. Uh, apart from that, what else can they do beside it? They can go to my website, penthousecomedy.com, See? and they can find out what else I'm up to. Uh, Where are they going to find you? Me? They're probably going to find me in some alley banging a street hooker. In a ditch near you. No, yeah. we're still back. We're back. <laughs> in a ditch near you. Um, no, they, they could find you. On uh, Instagram? The No, no. On Instagram, it's Poseidon. The, uh, Poseidon dot the dot original. That's fucking stupid and complicated. I don't know why I did it. I'm probably going to change it again. And uh, on uh, on Twitter, it's the Poseidon 69 The Poseidon 69 on Twitter. And he's trying to be more active on Twitter these days. Yeah. I, I never know. I never know what to write sometimes, though. You know, like sometimes I want to write, but usually I'm just retweeting and shit. Yeah. Which is fine. But uh, but some, I, I want to be a little more engaging. Yeah, you should be. But I never know how to. I, I don't know how to do the Twitter. Like, if anyone knows how to do the Twitter, though, it's Trump. Yeah, so just share uh, rape stories. They love that on Twitter. Good God in heaven. Yeah, just anything that you've done, just share it over there. Poseidon really looks like a Greek uh, God X, the streamer, though. Oh, I don't know who that is. Greek God X, one word. Check him out. Let's see if you look. Not now, Poseidon, when we're done. X as in E-X or X? Just like one X. Just okay. a single X. So, uh, com. Um, thank you guys so much for this. Subscribe to my podcast too, the Pantels podcast. I put these um, Pantels live episodes on in audio format on that same uh, Pantels podcast uh, channel. 
on purpose for people who can't watch it, people who just want to listen. Uh, I got a couple requests in the beginning, so I said, fuck it, let's just do that. It'll help people out when they're, you know, doing stuff that they can't just sit there and watch this fucking nonsense. Um, and two drink minimum, again, tell your friends, subscribe. It helps us if you leave five stars in iTunes and write whatever you want. Just leave five stars. That'll help out. And again, cheers from Greece. Man- oh, let's see. We have a Manchester fan 200. Cheers from Greece. Goddamn right. Fucking right. You see, we're getting bigger in Greece. Um, Jimmy Blackman liked the show. Good night, everyone. Uh, good night in Greece. Fuck, bro. Uh, it's a little late. Yeah. It's, it's a little what, late. Seven hours in advance? Yeah. That means it is... 1 a.m. Go to sleep, brother. It's a little fucking late. Yeah, it's 1 a.m. Go to sleep. Uh, But thank you so much for listening. And remember, this fucking summer, Just for Laughs, the biggest comedy festival on the planet, this fucking guy is doing one hour. It's a special time of the year. July 19th, 7 p.m., Cafe Cleopatra. Get your goddamn tickets at hahaha.com. Happy Canada Day. And for me, every day is Greece Day. So long live Greece. And thank you guys so much. Ciao. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.